Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls. Blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches, and you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. Okay, and welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And me with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan. Hello, American Patriots. Hi, right, what are we talking about this evening? On Thursdays, we start the show with the Pledge of Allegiance. Then, what's up with our schools once again? And no, I'm not talking about the college stuff that's going on around the country, which is ridiculous in itself, and the news behind the news. Now, states' rights will meet the fuzzy muzzies. No. No? No. <laughs> Medical madness and regulations suck, if we get to it. Well, they always do. Never forget, there's the difference between a regulation and a law. All regulations are statutory law. Even all the all, all the different rules of how the House and the Senate conducts itself, it's all in the U.S. Code. It's all law. All right. <clears throat> it's time for the pledge. Hand over hearts, face the flag. You don't have a flag, get a flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice, for all. All right, uh, what's up with our schools? Now you do know I have to play our little intro to this. No, I don't know anything. Yep, always well, the gift that it should be in the copy if you've got to do something. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. Here we go. We have never invested as much in public education as we should have because we've always had kind of a private notion of children your kid is yours and totally your responsibility we haven't had a very collective notion of these are our children so part of it is we have to break through our kind of private idea that kids belong to their parents or kids belong to their families and recognize that kids belong to whole communities once it's everybody's responsibility and not just the households then we start making better investments Wow, is she a dingbat. 
I hear she's opening up her mouth yet again. Melissa, <laughs> tampon earrings, Harris Perry. A hyphenated woman, too. I, I despise hyphenated women. They can't make up their mind. I'm sorry. Are we going to now give uh, the lineage to the female? We're going to turn it into a maternal society? Looks that way. Women are turning into men. Men are turning into women. Upside down, inside out. What did that guy say? Uh, the the green czar. The the he was black. He got kicked out of. He got kicked out because uh, everybody started playing all the crap that they have all over the internet of him speaking out, basically say, telling him how he's going to overthrow the government. But I forget his name. What was that guy's name? He was, I have. No he was idea relevant for talking. a short period of time. <laughs> I have no idea who you're talking about. Yeah, she did the green czar. Upside, he goes, bottom up, top down. Bottom up, top down. That guy. That's how he's gonna, they're going to come. That was their play plan. That's what they're doing, if you haven't noticed. They're, they're killing us from the bottom up and the top down. We're getting crushed. All these people told everybody what they want out of this country, and yet somehow they ended up in our government. Let, I know, let's elect the people that want to overthrow our government. No, this government I wouldn't care if they overthrow, but they wouldn't overthrow this government because I like this government, uh, other than probably doesn't go fast enough for the cliff dwellers. They figured it'd be done already. We'd all be standing on cheese lines. Government cheese, back to the government cheese lines. When I was a kid, we had government cheese lines. Thanks to who? Oh, Dimmy Jimmy Carter. All right, back to what's up with our schools. From LibertyUnyielding.com, when it rains, it pours. This morning, Howard Portnoy wrote about a landmark referendum vote in Houston to repeal the city's LGBT-friendly Houston Equal Rights Ordinance, or HERO. But you forgot Q. What do you, how do you fit Q in there? The Q word, heroes. Uh, now comes the word that the U.S. Department of Education's Office for Civil Rights. Okay, how how in heck do we, do we allow them to create an office under the Department of Education, which is unconstitutional anyway? But, I mean, what person in their right mind thinks it's okay to put civil rights office within the educational department? Their, their job isn't civil rights. It's supposed to be education. And civil rights, don't get me started on those. Those are the ones the government grants you and can take away whenever it wants. You like your civil rights now? You need to fight for unalienable rights. Don't become part of the doofusai. All right, uh, there goes my raspberry pie crawling across the table because I'm kicking it with my feet again. Stinking wires. I can't wait till we ever. A real dedicated studio. <laughs> this is crazy. Oh, God. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah, the poor Qs weren't included with the LGBTs for hero. So I guess they're not heroes. Now comes word that the U.S. Department of Education's Office for Civil Rights has ordered a taxpayer-funded school district in Palatine, Illinois, to allow a male transgender student who dresses like a girl and otherwise identifies as a female, to use the girls' locker room and shower on school premises. 
Let me let me explain how transgender works for you. That has nothing to do with actually getting the surgery. They still have male genitalia. What are they doing showering with naked girls? Are you crazy? But he's a homo. I don't care. And I don't... How do, And you believe him. Gee, I might have thought of something like this when I was a kid if it got me into the girl's, like, the girl's shower. Uh, just saying. <laughs> well, and I read to you before the show that they have an app. I didn't get the story up, but they have an app now to help transgender people find the girls' bathrooms. Oh, you mean a facilitator? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to try this again, ladies and gentlemen. You go right down to your school boards and go, this is the way our bathrooms will be designated from now on. Penises go in that door. Vaginas go in that door. Enough said. And you said uh, before the show when I told you about this article in the app that you'd want me to give you that link so you can give it out to everybody and if they find men in the girls' bathrooms just to beat them up. <laughs> um, I, I am not calling for violence. Sorry. I, I was just letting off steam. <laughs> That'll teach him. All right. So, yeah, uh, this is interesting. You know, this is great. Are they going to let females that, if it goes in the opposite direction, be a lot of happy guys? But this is disgusting. This is ridiculous. This is beyond stupid. I don't want. I don't want my little girl in grammar school to even see a male penis. Yet alone shower with one. Eric Owens of the Daily Caller writes: The Department of Education, unconstitutional, has given the school district one month to let the student use the girls' locker room. If the district does not capitulate, it risk loses federal funding. My advice to everybody is: lose federal funding now. Go down. Don't don't pass go. Don't collect two hundred dollars. Just privatize your schools and your school system, and all everybody will be happier. Oh my God! If the Dale if the Daily Coast could hear me now, man, those people over there they <laughs> they have no clue at all. They're not radicals in the stuff they post. It's weird. They don't. They seem very reasonable for left wing lunatics, uh, but they their whole premise on how they see the world is screwed up it's just completely screwed up it's not even askew it's completely screwed up well you don't remember askew look it up it's a good word don't don't be dissing on the words you know don't be saying oh that's a that's a mean word or a hard word we we fight for word equality here on the show <laughs> That's right. More free speech, not less. Caesar Baracus Obama's Department of Education, which manifestly is not vested with judicial powers, has taken to applying Title IX to a comprehensive 1972 federal law that prohibits discrimination on the basis of sex to transgender cases. The school attempted to accommodate the students, setting up a separate dressing area for him that would allow girls the privacy they deserve, but the team backed by the ACLU, the American Communist Liberation Union, refused to accept, quote-unquote, halfway measures. We insist that little girls shower with men, and women with men, and men with women, and back and forth, and everybody just group shower. 
yeah, why take halfway measures? Just end it. One big, one big locker room and shower for everybody. There you go. The Chicago Tribune quotes John Knight, director of the LGBT. Again, he disses on the cues. And AIDS Project at ACLU of Illinois is saying, showering in a different place is blatant discrimination. Adding, it's one thing to say to all the girls, you can choose if you want some extra privacy, but it's another thing to say, you and you alone must use them. That sends a pretty strong signal to her that she's not, it's a he. That's your first problem. You don't, you, you don't, you can't even tell the difference. You, you can put makeup on a pig, but it ain't going to make it a silk purse, right? I'm just saying, you can dress it up all you want. It is what it is. A pig's a pig, and a man's a man, and a woman's a woman, boy, girl, etc. If you have the genitalia, you're in the club. It's the way it works. You don't have the genitalia, and you and you just want it badly? Suffer on your own because you're a freak. You need help. You don't need acceptance. You need help. I'm sorry. Homosexuals overwhelmingly need mental mental health. Transgenders are even worse. They're just, they're just a screaming, dysfunctional individual trying to change his perception of the world through some useless notion that she'll feel better, he'll feel better as a woman. You can dress any way you want on your private time and do whatever you want, but in no way, shape, or form is the government allowed to tell businesses who they have to hire and who they have to fire, even based on looks. If you're not presentable, then you can't have a position that's for, like, interfacing with the populace so you know if you choose to do something like this to yourself making yourself look like a freak then no you'll be uh, the best if i have a you'll be in the back room the stock room somewhere doing men's work dressed up like a girl Uh oh i said men's work oh here come the feminazis oh my god so anyway shouting in a different place is blatant discrimination um, I, I can't wait to see what the courts have to say about this. Uh, they're just playing right into our hands. Yeah, okay. On Monday, I told you to stop doing that last show. I'd stop doing that, Susan. If you need to do work, go to another room. This is the studio. Sorry if I'm boring you. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so that she's not accepted, he's, she's not accepted, and district does not see her as a girl because she does not have the required genitalia. These things, I, everybody hates it, I know. Uh, everybody hates the, the whole negroid, caucasoid, and mongoloid scientific designations for human beings now they hate classification by sex you can't write down there well wait a minute in science journals when you're studying any species you're supposed to uh actually annotate their sex but we can't do that in, a, in the human world because we're too what sensitive i'm sorry if not being able to to shower with naked girls in grammar school, junior high, or high school is upsetting to you, well, then you owe 
generations reparations for the horror we had to go through by being separated from the girls so we couldn't have blatant sex from the time we hit puberty. I I bet someone, I, I said it now, some freak out there is going to make that lawsuit. On Monday, the Education Department's Office for Civil Rights said it agreed with Knight's assessment, writing in a letter, Student A, wow, totally dehumanized him in one, no, yeah, it was one word and a, and a vowel. One word and a vowel. Totally dehumanized the thing. But being called it a thing is not allowed. But they could dehumanize it by calling it student A. Dehumanizing is what one of the planks of the Communist Manifesto. Congratulations, ladies and gentlemen. Succeeding yet again. Senior A has not only received an unequal opportunity to benefit from the district's educational program, but has also experienced an ongoing sense of isolation and ostracism through her school, his school, high school enrollment at the school. What is? Oh, because you're revol- because you're dressed like a girl, but you're a boy and you're flying school. What's wrong with you? I would send you immediately to a psychological help. I'm sorry, you co- that a whole family has to go. Oh, they bought into that whole Dr. Spock nonsense. More love. Just raised a kid with love. We've raised a whole bunch of generations with love and not enough stick. And what do we end up with? Dumbasses. We're not happy with the millennials' generation. And the generation we're not going to be happy with the generation after gen- But who caused it? Who allowed it to happen? Who were the where were the parents? I'm sorry, you all got sucked into the left-wing lunacy coming out of the 60s and 70s. Uh, of the every t- Everybody should do nothing but touchy-feely things. Otherwise, haters got to hate. And, and, you know, there's no microphone to drop. So why do you say stuff like that? If you say that to me right after that, I have no reason to talk to you. You're a doofus. You're just an idiot. So why would I continue to speak to you? Never cast pearl among swine. I can imagine that people who find this decision intrusive and appalling will raise hypothetical questions like, would Obama be okay with his daughter showering next to biologically male teens? Well, this author this author is being disingenuous because, uh, yes, they, they have already done that on talk radio. And I'm sure he listens to talk radio. So I'm sure that's where he heard the phrase before. This is this was all over Twitter and everything. What it would he let his daughters shower naked with this thing? I I think he probably would because he's a freak. Now Michelle, I don't think so. But uh, yeah, yeah, I I, I think uh, Hussein there would have might not have any problems with that. He's open minded about maybe because he's homo bisexual. I know he's sexually screwed somehow well oh come on there's already a guy that came through and said he used to give bjs for cocaine so there you go that's enough said so student a here uh uh, student a is just a problem because you know we'll say ridiculous things with the president of his daughters to shower next to this guy 
But that's not a stupid question because the elites up there think they're above all this because they are. His kids go to private school now, don't they? All while he's denying school choice to everybody. And poor black communities screamed for choice more than anybody. And the idiots on the left came out to say, oh, yeah, they're disenfranchised black people. I swear to God, they're starting to sound like cartoons. At least that's how I play it in my head. It just makes it a little more bearable. If you can grow up with cartoons, I'm sorry. I mean, real cartoons, not that stuff. They're like Bugs Bunny. You can watch that with your kids and enjoy yourself because it has something for adults and something for kids. The kids don't understand uh, what the words mean, but they get the overall funny part of it, you know, childish version, and then you get the adult version that's, oh, I get what is going on here. But the kids have their version and you have yours. So that's how we all had fun, you know. The Flintstones, we watched the kids. Bugs Bunny, we watched the kids. These were things that were designed to entertain adults and children alike. We couldn't possibly have cartoons like that because that would require people to have, be able to think of those two things. I'm just saying, can the young generations even think for themselves anymore? It seems highly unlikely, unless you've deprogrammed your kids. All right, so uh, everybody, you know, it's amazing. Almost everybody can agree that... A student with male genitalia does not get to shower and change with kids of vagina genitalia. Because we're trying to keep those things apart at this point. We're we're funny that way. Unbelievable. There are people screaming high heaven about this. And by the way, every Republican... Every so-called conservative on the air that came forth and said Bruce Jenner was brave, and you're still listening to that idiot? Uh, he's no conservative. She's no conservative. They're full of it. I have I have no concern. I don't care what this thing does in its private time. I don't. But you know, to be a star like for, of the Republican Party, you got to be kidding me. That's why Yuckabee's gone. All these sensitive conservatives that aren't really conservative at all. They're progressives. They just dress it up nice. Come on, if you don't know that, uh, there's almost nobody on Fox News that's not a progressive. Sean Hannity certainly isn't. I would never call him progressive. But he's certainly not the most conservative talk show host I've heard either. Well, Bill O'Reilly's getting hell over there now. Bill O'Reilly's never been a conservative. Never. Never claimed to be. He's an independent. Like he thinks that it means something. It just means I refuse to learn the truth and I have my own version. That's what independent means. Because you don't get, there's no sitting on the fence when you got the facts on one side and no facts on the other side. Hey, teach. That's not a hard question, is it? He used to teach children. That should frighten you. Because there's a whole lot worse than him in the system. Well, he claimed he was a, a social studies teacher. I don't know. He's, I heard him say it on TV. I don't know if it's true or not. I know he was a reporter. and He was a foreign, foreign correspondent, as a matter of fact. I give him credit for that. I give him no credit for the fact that in all this time, being a journalist, he has never learned United States history or the reading of the Constitution. That's just a crime. 
What is wrong with you over there? Do you need to go somewhere? You haven't stopped moving in that chair. Calm down. Are you trying to get exercise? Uh, it's all in my peripheral vision. It's very distracting. Anyway, from World Net Daily, a number of homeschool parents in Florida have been ordered by a public school district to register their children in classes within three days or face criminal prosecution under state law. Really? And you, the, so the local Department of Education has a prosecution wing? Do you have enforcement ring too? Do you got, do you have your own SWAT team? I'm saying, I don't, I don't know that it got local. I know they have SWAT teams at the national level, but I mean, are they doing this now in the local schools? They're going to send out a SWAT team and grab your kid, bring back to school, or throw you in jail because your kid doesn't go to school? How? Where are these laws in Florida? Really? Do you, we lived in Florida. Where are these laws? I don't know. I, it wasn't Florida. when I was there. that you could do. That would be ridiculous. I mean, uh, they didn't have all that stuff when I was down there. I'd know because, uh, no, I wouldn't because I made my kid go to school every day. And uh, if she missed the bus, she had to ride the bike. You know, after doing that, she didn't miss the bus anymore. I don't feel for her. I rode father that had a bicycle when I was her age. Taught her a lesson. Anyway, we've got to go to commercial break. You stay tuned because the Young Cooperative Radio Show will be right back. You live here? Yes. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried, it seems there's certain voodoo priests who who have the power to bring him back to life. Horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes, walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats? Grandma, can you come out and play? Sure, Ellie. Oh, my. You might want to come here and help Grandma. What's the matter, Grandma? Can't you stand? Oh, sorry, honey. It's my knees. They don't work the way they used to. Does this ever happen to you? Are you on Medicare? You may qualify for a pain-relieving knee brace at little or no cost to you. Call the health hotline to see if you qualify. Our friendly agents are standing by 24-7 to help you. We also have braces for your shoulder, ankle, or back pain. And if you're covered by Medicare, you may qualify for free delivery. Grandma, slow down. I can't keep up. Maybe you can use a knee brace too, Ellie. (laughs) Catch me if you can, kiddo. Call now to get your pain-relieving knee brace. 800-368-6704. 800-368-6704. That's 800-368-6704. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? 
We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call 800-764-9168 and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now, 800 764 That's 800-764-9168. If you are successful at what you do, whether you're a doctor, a lawyer, a business owner, or you have a great career, you understand the concept of protecting yourself. Well, are you protecting yourself, your family, and your assets with quality term life insurance? Consider these possible rates. A man age 45, non-tobacco user, could obtain $1 million of coverage for as little as $75 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 10 years. We specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. A man age 50, non-tobacco user, may be able to obtain $500,000 of coverage for as little as $115 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 20 years. We have great rates for smokers, too. Call the Term Lifeline now. 800-430-1891 If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813 800-215-6813 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. Still hour one. Ha! Uh, just in case someone, I don't know, started in the middle. <laughs> I could do that. But. All right. Uh, a meeting within, uh, back to the freak that wants to bathe with naked mm. girls, or maybe a smart kid who wants to bathe with naked girls. I, I, I don't really know. You moved on to homeschoolers. Oh, it's homeschooling now. That's right. That's God, it's all the same thing. Commies in charge of children. This has gone beyond indoctrination. It is child abuse. And that means you're guilty of child abuse if you leave your kids in public school. I don't care what you have to do. Find a way to get them out of there. I don't care. Whatever you have to do, do it. You you have no resources? Then help take over the school board. Run for office. 
<laughs> that you can make a difference without spending money, and well, you can actually make money. The issue is uh, being addressed by the Homeschool Legal Defense Association. The fact that this exists bothers me. Homeschool. I I I remember fighting this so many years now. I mean, we're going to be going on ten years for a show, so. Must have been about 12 years or so talking about the homeschool problems and the government constantly trying to stop parents from being able to homeschool their kids, telling them they have to still meet common core standards and take the same tests as the idiots in the government child abuse centers. No, homeschool means homeschool, not you tell me what to teach them school. Now, now how did I end up working for you? Yeah, come think of that. Isn't that involuntary servitude? I didn't say I wanted to work. You paying me anything? Why? It's my home. It's my kid. It's none of your damn business what I do. Well, what are you going to worry about? Child abuse. Nobody's talking about child abuse here. We're talking about actually the opposite, which doofuses that would go for that, the doofusai of nowhere land. Uh, you obviously went through the indoctrination centers, hence why you're idiots. That don't understand, the children are not yours until you have one of your own. Yeah, Melissa. Harris Perry. In case Terry Reel's listening. (laughs) Um, uh, I'm the only one that got that. At least Susan should have. The issue is being addressed by the Homeschool Legal Defense Association. So... It, members of the Santa Rosa County School District received letters demanding information that parents are not required to provide under state law. Don't provide it. I know, but then they'll don't provide it. Don't, don't comply. Don't. But the only thing you have to worry about, though, is they might come and take your kid away. But at that point, is it really yours? <laughs> is it really? The school, it seems like the school board is, is the one raising your kids, but they don't actually go to work. And feed your kid, right? Oh, they feed it too at school. Yeah, but that, that's the government, not the principal. So here we are back at this. You know, at this well, I don't know why we still have to talk about it. I can't believe, except people that are completely disconnected from reality have not gotten kids out of that nonsense. It was bad when I went to school, and that was in the 70s. Anyway, so um, the parents also received a letter demanding that comply. Oh, wait, I missed one. The information included social security number, race, and grade level. Now, social security number can only be required if the national government has passed a law saying that they can ask you for your social security number, no matter who it is. And under the same law, the Privacy Act, under the same law, if they don't allow you the service for refusing a social security number that you can take them to court and if you win you get ten thousand dollars plus legal expenses that's good for attorneys because you find an attorney you gotta it's a you know one of those out of the ballpark things like you're definitely gonna win this or you're not much of a lawyer get a lawyer to take it to argue cost you nothing you'll get ten thousand dollars Tell me you need my social security number. You can tell I don't give too many people my social security number. 
And, you know, people are really not understanding about that. But then I haven't had to do it in at least a year. Maybe by now everyone's, like, everyone's trying to hide their Social Security number with all the identity theft around. And, no, I'm not going to break into a commercial. I hate that, too. But it is a problem. It does exist, and we have to deal with it. One way is to not put all our information everywhere we go. Every database is one is another option for your information to be compromised. Every it, it, and it's stupid. I know they put my social security number on my driver's license here. I just had a cow. I think I did have a cow. I think they took it off. I'll check again. I think I did have a cow, and instead they gave me a driver's license number instead of my that didn't include my social security number. Oh, I remember. No, that was on my concealed carry permit. For some reason, they they needed my social security number as well. I don't know why. The parents also received the letter demanding they comply with a new district policy requiring them. Why can't I look over at the meter? Requiring them to show proof of residency and to prove they no longer were registered in whatever district they most recently had been under. HSLDA said its staff attorney, T.J. Schmidt, wrote to Terry Moore, who was secretary of what used to be called the Alternative Academics and Continuous Improvement Department, Alternative academics alone should send you screaming into the night. No, no, because you should know what that means by now. As well as Santa Rosa Superintendent Tim Wyrostick pointing out that Florida law does not require proof of residency or any of the additional information that the district requested. A week-long silence about, by the district suggested to HSLDA that the police had uh, the policy had been changed to comply with state law. How wrong we were, HSLDA said. The homeschooling families now were receiving termination letters from Moore, who had moved on to become a secretary to Laura Austin, principal of Santa Rosa Blended Academy slash Home Education Department. Wow, Blended Academy? Really? There's a lot of really left-wing <laughs> just keywords in there, isn't there? Uh, the parents are blatantly told the district was terminating your request to file your intent to homeschool in Santa Rosa County School District. The letter said, according to HSLDA, each family had three days to register a student in public or private school. Failure of a parent or guardian to enroll a student in the attendance option in an intent in an attendance option after termination of a home education program shall constitute non-compliance with the compulsory attendance requirement and may result in criminal prosecution of the parent under section 1003.27 subsection 2 fs now the first thing you do is go look up section blah blah blah, blah in your whatever annotated like it's Montana code annotated here. And we f might be Florida code annotated there. They might have a different phrase. But that's where all the laws are. And that's where you look right. They gave you the exact 
the exact section of the, they're telling you you're in violation of, go read it. Chances are they don't know what they're talking about. They figure you're not going to look it up. You're going to be scared. You're going to comply. Schmidt reached out immediately to the district and was given the contract for the school's lawyer who responded to a message the next day. The lawyer encouraged HSLDA to take the case to court, declining to discuss the problem except to say other school districts were doing the same thing, HSLDA said. Well, what do, what do I always say? You know, it's a, never point to another person's bad behavior to justify your own. Words to live by. He refused to accept that the Florida Department of Education denies local school districts authority to add to home education law or listen to the fact that HSLDA has opposed all of the district's attempts at similar requirements. Some of these other situations have been resolved, and some are still being worked out, HSLDA said. When HSLDA asked, why rustic? Roastic. Probably roastic. To have the item placed on the agenda for the next school board meeting, November 17, he refused, HSLDA said. Working with local lawyer, HSLDA convinced the district to put any action against these families on hold. Now, Schmidt and Santa Rosa lawyer, Stephen Pitch, Peter, Pitcher, Pitray, what are these names coming from? Petray planned to be at the board meeting November 17th. We are also asking all homeschooling families in Santa Rosa to come to the meeting. We expect a large turnout, HSLDA said. Lord willing, the result will be similar to the outcome in Alachua County earlier this year. In Alachua County, the district dropped a number of demands and created a committee of homeschooling parents to advise on district policy, HSLDA said. WorldNet Daily was unable to get an answer at the school district Wednesday afternoon, and a message left that the home of a school board member was not returned. HSLDA said it was evaluating the need for litigation in the dispute. My guess is they're gonna either they're either gonna crack and give in, or HSLDA will find a reason to take them to court. Which it's just sad. Our side has to do what their side's doing, even though their side's evil and we're not. It doesn't matter. Just it, we're doing. We'll let the we're letting the government do it to us over and in the courts over and over again. Go, no sense going to court for anything really because there's no justice in court. There's, there's in the courts. There's no justice. If you get justice, it's like a flip of a coin, and you chose tails. It might not be that good. I don't know. I, I it's a mess. Judicial anarchy. Anyway, I say, I don't know what you say. I don't know why anybody would think they have a right to tell a parent how to raise his children. What if they do? What if they're abusive? Well, who decides what's abusive and what's not abusive? I mean, I find most of the things coming out of the mouths of all the minorities very, very abusive. 
But nobody seems to take them to the woodshed. Anyway, don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole. Hi, Alice. States' rights meet the fuzzy muzzies. I wish we had music story for this. Oh, we do have a button for this. Why is she playing the button for this? I don't know. She's not in the studio. Again from World Net Daily. Well, it's a good place to get a lot of news. You don't go there. What, you think they're radical? Okay, go to InfoWars. <laughs> go read InfoWars. You, you, know, you, you think I'm sending you someplace crazy like the D Democratic Underground. No, I'm not. And yes, the Democratic Underground, those people over there are completely nuts. Daily Coast people at least have a, a clear agenda and are intelligent. And we, we're just losing on that on that vein. We can't seem to get people together to, oh, she's back. Can I help you? <laughs> well, I know what you're saying. WorldNet Daily really goes out and gets stories that no one is talking about at all. Yes, and I've, I've found them to be very accurate. And they're not just like little blibs either. If you notice, the articles are pretty well, pretty long because they're so in-depth. They're not just like a little sound Because bite. they're for intelligent people, not your average internet flybys. And only like to read the headlines to everything. Yes, yeah, no, they don't. They they do it for people that are going to read it. And they don't try and bury the lead either. Uh, what are you staring at me for now? Shall I push that button? Oh, now you have a button. I do. All right, push the button. And now from Hezbollah Toys, just in time for Ramadan, the good and peaceful people at Wacky.com and Hezbollah bring you... Digi Hot Joe action figure. Pull his string and he shouts Allah Akbar and kill the infidels. Pull it again and Jihad begins to sweat profusely and screams, Everyone back up or I will blow myself up. On the third pull, Jihad Joe shouts, I am serious. On the fourth and final pull, Jihad Joe begins to say something we cannot quite make out before exploding in a dazzling and immensely gratifying display of holy fire and smoke. For added fun, dress Jihad in a burqa before detonation. Get your Jihad Joe today. Supplies are limited. Once they are gone, thank Allah they are gone. Coming soon, Burka Barbie. Wow. I love that one. Anyway, again, stage rights meet fuzzy muzzies. From World Led Daily. Muslims from the Middle East in their state, a third South Carolina county, has barred the door to any third world refugees being resettled in their community, and at least two others are considering the same move. Now, I'm annoyed because I have to read this stuff, but uh, first of all, if you're going to make an aside while you're in the middle of a sentence, you have to use a comma or a double dash, none of which are present. Also, there's no need to put a comma between a word and and. It's just not required. Yeah, you could do it, but it's no reason for it. Uh, I think they got confused where the comma went. They, I think they just flipped the coin and said it must be in the third sentence. No one thinks that's funny. All right. <laughs> must be an inside joke. The Berkeley County Council unanimously passed a resolution Monday that bars any refugee funds from flowing into that county. 
The resolution calls for all Southern, all South Carolina public officials to immediately cease and desist from helping to resettle Middle Eastern refugees anywhere in the state until the legislature can act on the issue and pass legislation reflecting the will of the people. Well, good for South Carolina, which is amazing because they're, they're pretty proggish there in South Carolina. What, Lindsey Graham? Really? That, that makes you concerned? <laughs> Oh, the East Coast is so toast. I know, we're even losing the Deep South now. Anderson and Pickens counties already passed similar resolutions. Two more counties, Greenville and York, are expected to vote soon on similar resolutions. Well, at least this is like, it sounds like it's doing the, things are happening correctly for a change. I don't know, like... Again, this administration is like a gift. More and more people start waking up. Like, so what the, what, what's that? What? What? What has he done now? What? Those people I know, talking to him over coffee, going, is this guy gone yet? South Carolina is the only state that gives local governments the option of rejecting, not necessarily the refugees, but the state and federal dollars that flow to their aid when they are resettled in a city, which is unconstitutional money, the federal tax dollars, that is, and it's not allowed to flow in any direction towards the states for any reason in the Constitution. It goes the other way. The U.S. takes in 70,000 refugees per year for many years, and President Caesar Barack Obama has said he will up that to 85,000 in fiscal 2016 and 100,000 in 2017. I say no to the original number of 70,000 per year. Uh, I think we should put a 20-year cap at that amount. 70,000 in 20 years. Oh, you're just empty immigrant. Yeah, that's me. I must have hated my grandparents. These refugees are hand-selected by the United Nations High Commissioner or for refugees and Antonio Gutierrez, and they spelled his name wrong. <laughs> That's not how he spells it. Uh, the majority come from Muslim populations in Iraq, Iran, Syria, Afghanistan, Burma, Democratic Republic of Congo. I love when they put Democratic before Republic. It usually means it's nothing of the kind. Of Congo and Somalia, although others include Hindus from Bhutan and a small number of Christians and Buddhists. Small number. Mostly, who? Ah, Muslims. Why? Well, you answer that question we, for yourself. Why are we taking anyone from Afghanistan or Burma? We shouldn't legally or <laughs> illegally allow anyone from any Muslim country here. We should not allow Muslims to enter this country. And no, it's not a violation of the First Amendment to the Bill of Rights. It's not. It's not a religion. And, by the way, they... <laughs> They never really included any religion except Christianity in their mind. They weren't like, nobody was Muslim there. They were all Christians. Yeah, I know you've heard a bunch of lies, but they're all Christians. Look, if there were deists in the mixed in and stuff, I, I don't know, I couldn't make them out. It's possible, but it was certainly a minority, if at all. All right, um... Uh, so here we are, and that's not a religion because it's a religion to run a theocratic empire, and a theocracy is a government, 
and therefore it's a foreign government trying to invade our country. That's exactly what it is. Oh, yeah, I know they hide in plain sight pretty well, don't they? They perfected that since the 6th century. Ah, quibble, 6th, 7th, I don't know, it depends on who you talk to. Obama's Syrian refugees have proven most controversial because of the presence of a large jihadist army in that country affiliated with the Islamic State, al-Nusra Front, and al-Qaeda. Man, the people, you can say what you want. I hope the people is just done with Muslims. Done! We have too much Muslims here now. We have to deport them over time. We can't take any more. That's right, I'm for deporting Muslims. Every mosque is an embassy for Islam and an armory for Islam. That is what they use those mosques for, besides praying. Meanwhile, you, they pray to Arabic, so nobody understands what the hell they're saying, right? What are they speaking? Arabian. Yeah, it used to be Arabian. Arab. I can't. I forget what Arabs speak. I know some speak Farsi and whatever. So anyway, you couldn't tell what they're praying for. They could be sitting there right here in the United States praying for the demise of the USA, and you wouldn't even know. He has agreed to accept at least 10,000 Syrians for permanent resettlement in more than 180 U.S. cities and towns in fiscal 2016 with the promise of many more in 2017. I say just put them all over in Guantanamo there. Uh, they got a wonderful facilities. They'd probably love it there. Don't you think? Well, and who is, who is Caesar or King to tell us in our community, we got to take these pieces of brown crap? He's nothing. The UN is nothing, and he is nothing. National government is not supposed to tell local governments anything. Some 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 things in state governments, but that's clearly defined. But not to the people. Um, yes, and by the way, as we always point out, immigration law was left to the states and the people respectively since it was not given in the Constitution to the national government. And no, anybody with half a brain that knows the Constitution will, would not say anything else. Even Scalia said it offhanded in one of his opinions, and it ticked me off because he thought he was, he was fine with it. Well, the federal government took it upon its own, itself to take up immigration law, and the people accepted it, and rightly so. That's what he said. I'm like, what? You're supposed to be a what? Supreme Court justice? I don't think so. Scalia, you just went in the patch. I don't, there's only one guy up there I, I have any respect for whatsoever. And even he gets the boot because he didn't stand up and yell to the world, the Supreme Court does not have this power. I'm sorry, I'm picky that way. But i got to go to a break. It's a cooperative radio show. You stay tuned because we'll be right back. the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it, what is in it, what is in it. 
Thank you for caring so much about our health and welfare. Oh, 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 be careful, Mr. President. There is a cliff here. You know what? Maybe this isn't going to help. Maybe you're better off not having the surgery, but taking the painkiller. No, no, I need a pacemaker. Make no mistake about it. President Obama and the Democrats who supported Obamacare began throwing seniors off the cliff back on March 30th, 2010, when they voted to cut Medicare's budget by $575 billion. Don't worry, Grandma. We've got you. Oh. Here are the facts the president doesn't want you to know about how Obamacare will impact the health and welfare of your loved ones. Obamacare puts into law the ominous Independent Payment Advisory Board, which is a medical services rationing board, about which the Wall Street Journal reported, for the first time an unelected group will be empowered to limit health spending for the vulnerable elderly. In plain English, that means, as a result of the passage of Obamacare, based on factors such as your age and eligibility, 15 faceless bureaucrats will be making life and death decisions on whether or not you and your loved ones will receive the care you need and deserve as a doctor and as an American. That is simply unacceptable. The Congressional Budget Office originally estimated that Obamacare would cost taxpayers $938 billion and then just 10 months later revised those costs upwards to $1.45 trillion. Medicare is already on life support, and now Congress wants you to entrust them with the nation's entire health care system. You know he's right. I'm Dr. Chris Held, and all of us agree. Medicare needs to be reformed, but it needs to be reformed in a way that will allow the next generation of seniors to choose the health plan that suits them best. I'm Dr. Jane Hughes. We understand that reform doesn't begin or end with our nation's seniors. If Obamacare is not stopped, your family's insurance decisions and major medical decisions will be decided for you by a small group of politically appointed government bureaucrats. We're not politicians. We're doctors. And as doctors, we don't treat Republicans or Democrats. We treat people. The first step to reform of America's health care system is repeal. Repeal of the highly politicized and deeply flawed Obamacare. To see firsthand what true patient-centered health care reform looks like, please join us at AmericanDoctorsForTruth.org. Help us reform the system while protecting your health care from arbitrary government controls. Let's do it right this time. sequel to Brokeback Mountain, Return to Saddles or Canyon. You know, Lindsay, you spend a few days out on the campaign trail, 
away from all the other Republicans with nothing but your horse, the press, and a few thousand sheep to lead, well, it makes a man think different, feel different. You know what I mean? You want another back rub? Sure. Then we'll make s'mores. Operation Homefront operates programs with the goal of making a difference in military family quality of life. They serve younger families of deployed service members, typically in the ranks of E1 through E6 and all branches of the armed forces. Operation Homefront provides a wide range of programs and is dedicated to helping the families our troops leave behind. For more information, please visit their website at operationhomefront.net. Back to the Uncooperative Radio Show, Hour 2. Alright. Well, now because it was musical, they can kiss my backside. That's why. <laughs> now if I could get these things off so I could read. Alright, where were we? The UN. Oh, yeah, we're going. oh yeah, here comes the UN in the story. I called that, didn't I? The UN has already selected nearly 20,000 Syrians who are waiting in the pipeline bound for the United States. You know, you add this to all the low lives he brought in from Central America and uh, add all these numbers up, and it's looking like he really wants to screw you over. He's not going to hurt you minority neighborhoods. He's only going to hurt affluent neighborhoods, white neighborhoods, white people. They don't put no terrorists in the ghetto. How come? They're all going to be on welfare anyway. <laughs> Just say they're all going to be on welfare. Might as well live with the rest of them on welfare. At least that way, they're far away from some people's neighborhoods that they, they can't go and mess with. What happened to all these pieces of brown crap? How come all of a sudden we're not hearing anything about them, where they are in the United States, where he placed them, what neighborhoods they're in, what schools they're going to, nothing? Because the fifth column has decided that's not part of their narrative that's why okay but unlike most states south carolina is pushing back not from the top as its republican governor is cooperating with the obamanist administration but from the grassroots south carolina's refugee funding proviso was added to the budget for the first time this year it must be renewed every year to remain in effect and you are paying for these people. You're making the states and the organizations that are, are around it, right? Making them money. Well, if they weren't doing the, the uh, unconstitutional crud to begin with, this wouldn't be an issue. This is the this is the left's attempt. This goes way above Obama's pay grade. Uh, well, he started it. Anyway, uh, so they've decided that they're going to crush us like bugs. They're finishing us off so that we can be sucked into the new world order of socialism. You know, they call it the NWO, but isn't it really National Socialist? I mean, how come there's no S in there? They want a socialist new world order. So I guess that's SNOW. 
They should say call him Snow. All right, so let's see how they further want to screw screw with us here. Uh, good for them, but as I said, the majority of states are not pushing back. I have heard nothing in my state about it, which means my state is probably gonna is probably doing it because we have a piece of crap demoncrat as a governor. No, it no in Montana you could be a good demoncrat governor. He just isn't. You know, you know, out here they're looking for JFK Democrats, which no longer exist in the Democrat Party, because you know they're the new Socialist Party. Have been for a while, according to the Socialist Party. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> Christine Jeffrey, a resident of Spartanburg, I've been, I've told the story about Spartanburg before. I think that's where they wasn't there a big fight there with the. Was that the one with the veterans? Was that Spartanburg? I can't remember. Anyway, we'll see. I'll look it up. Where the pushback against Muslim immigration began back in March, said she believes any more counties, many more counties will take advantage of the budget proviso and say no to refugees. The upstate area, which is more conservative, is more likely to do so than the low country area around Charleston area, she said. I think there's a genuine problem and there's a real live budget proviso that people can point to. And in every county where they are living, breathing, thinking people, this can pass, said Jeffrey, a former historian for the U.S. House of Representatives. Why do they need a historian? They don't know anything about U.S. history. How do they have their own historian? What does he do exactly? If he's really a historian, he should be constantly going, you can't do that. Greenville's county council is most likely to pass the resolution next, she said. Spartanburg is the most stubborn. The issue came to light in March when World Relief, a Christian aid organization, announced it would be resettling 60 to 65 refugees from Democratic Republic of Congo, Burma, Rwanda, Iraq, and Afghanistan through fiscal year 2016. Some will eventually come from Syria as well. A pocket of resistance formed the with local activists spreading the word that the Christian aid agency actually performs most of its charity work with federal grant money and that most of the refugees are signed up for food stamps, subsidized housing, and Medicaid, offered free schooling and other taxpayer-funded benefits. The resistance grew to the point where Secretary of State John Kerry sent his Assistant Secretary for Global Population and Immigration. What? Lurch said his Assistant Secretary for what? Global Population and Immigration? Global? You're the Secretary of State for the United States of America. All right, the United Socialist States of America. Uh, what, What does global population and immigration have to do with anything? That's because they have a progressive agenda to bring people in this country, not only different skin color and ancestry than Europeans, uh, but also poor, 
uneducated, the bottom of the bottom. Well, we don't take those. That's no, no country takes those who's not insane. Those are, what can you do for America is the first question immigration should ask. Actually, since it's supposed to be a state, it, the state should ask, what can you do for my state? Because after all, I'm going to have to pay money for you when the census comes around. What are you going to do for me? So uh, this global secretary, global population and immigration secretary, Anne Richard, to meet with local stakeholders this summer. She tried to put out the fire and may have succeeded in Spartanburg, but now the resistance is flaring up in other counties. People are resisting what they see as a form of stealth jihad, the gradual Islamization of their communities without their permission. Governor Nikki Haley, a Republican, has come down on the side of Obama's State Department, saying she trusts the federal government's ability to vet the Syrian refugees. Uh, is anybody, any conservative out there yet have enough of Governor Nikki Haley? Is she still your 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 rising star, your bright rising star? Hey, Sean, you love Nikki Haley. You still love Nikki Haley? Let's see. It took her about two seconds to throw the Confederate battle flag under the bus. And now she says she trusts the federal government. What conservative in their right mind trusts the federal government? She's a party elite. She's she silent jihaded your backsides. So she trusts the federal government's ability to vet the Syrian refugees. Haley's comment came despite warnings to the contrary from the FBI. The latest warning came just last month when the FBI director, James Comey, stated before a congressional hearing, that that's where those commas come in, right there, right there. That the U.S. Department government has no—I I know it just bugs me. U.S. government has no ability to screen the Syrian refugees because the U.S. has no boots on the ground in Syria, and the nation's law enforcement system is in shambles. The challenge we're all talking about is that we can only query against that data which we have collected. Comey told the House Homeland Security Committee on October the 21st. If someone has never made a ripple in the pond in Syria in a way that would get their identity or their interests reflected in our database, we can query our database until the cows come home, but there would be nothing to show up because we have no record on it, Comey continued. You can only query what you have collected. Oh, you're talking sense. He's out of a job. An earlier warning was given by one of the FBI's counterterrorism officials, Michael Steinbeck, to Congress on February the 11th. Haley hasn't listened to the FBI's warnings. The media in South Carolina have ignored the warnings. The Post and Courier of Charleston, for instance, attributed fears about vetting the Islamic refugees to local Republicans. Not mentioning that Obama's own FBI director has said it's impossible to vet them. The Daily Beast ran a story under the mocking headline: "South Carolina town has no Syrian refugee, no Syrian refugees." Tells them to GTGO anyway. Huh? What the heck is GTGO? 
Why why would someone write put that down? Like everybody understands what that means. Lauren Martel, an attorney from the Hilton Head Island area, said the media coverage has been appalling. They're trying to marginalize what's going on in Berkeley County and box it in as sort of a Republican issue, she said. Once South Carolina I got a fuzzy tongue, I gotta gotta comb it. Once South Carolinians know what's really going on, they don't like it. Because there's a lot of people you wouldn't expect don't think it's a good idea. It's not a liberal conservative issue. It's an American issue. As are all truly conservative issues. It's all conservative are American issues. All the left wing is commie issues. Not American, commie. But they're Americans, but they're commies. I don't care what brand of commie. You're still a commie. You're a left-wing little progressive socialist commie fascist status bastard. And you're not invited to my party. (laughs) Martel said Berkeley County, like Anderson and Pickens before them, were smart to act before any resettlement agency opens shop in their area and announces that refugees are on the way. At that point, it's too late. No, it's not. You go in there, you rip that person right the heck out of there, and you ride him out of town on whatever you like and tell him, don't come back. Don't come back now, you hear? Uh, you know, you have to know your rights before they come over here. Once they come, possession is nine-tenths of the law. It's too late. It, it, please, everybody, stop repeating that. It is not nine-tenths of the law. The phrase goes nine points under the law. Nine points, not nine-tenths. It's not a percentage. I, well, look, you're going to have, if you care about that, you're going to have to talk to people. and they, you know, they won't know what nine-tenths means in the court. That's not a fact just because you have it in your possession. If that was the case, then you steal somebody's stuff, and then you have it in your possession, but you go, oh, what? It's nine-tenths nine under the law. Uh, no. Nine points under the law, and you lose because it's his property you stole from him, and you go to jail. You don't get to keep the property, right? Oh, I know in the, in the new wacky world Obominus is building, yeah, you get to keep. I understand this will come in handy then. Because that everybody will probably be saying stupid stuff like that. It's easier to fight for something you have, your liberty, your rights, than to get it back after it's gone. We have to stop this thing before they get on the airplanes and over here. I don't understand why all the you just don't get all the vets and armed people to go stand and block the buses and just say no. They did it in a, in a town in California for goodness sakes. And succeed. I I think you should be okay. They didn't even have guns. I said, you know, armed. Oh, but that could cause only if the other side does something stupid, which means they were going to do something stupid anyway, right? The fast-growing York County, which borders Charlotte, North Carolina, where was it? Uh, Carolina. The resolution will also be introduced, possibly at next week's council meeting. Paula Daly, a York County activist who moved to the area from Michiganistan 10 years ago, also sees refugee resettlement as a nonpartisan issue. Just look at Michiganistan. 
Yeah, in the Abortistan. Just look what the Muzzies have done there. It's wonderful. Now, there's plenty of that all over, but I just picked one spot that's just ticks me off. It bothers me that the media, they try to make a partisan issue like right versus left when that's not what it is at all, she said. This is an American issue. I'm an American. The refugees that are coming over the next few years, and 200,000 is the last number I read, and myself as well. That Obamanist wants to bring in here, and our governor signed that contract for next year to bring in 165 refugees. See how important it is to take your state government back? It's more important than this, but this is an obvious, you know, here goes an answer today of how you would benefit from having the governor not be a prog. He would not sign any contract to allow any refugees from any Muslim country, yet alone war-torn Syria, to come over here. Why, are, why aren't we getting the Yazidis and the Kurds and the all these Christians out of there? Uh, there's Coptic Christians and other Christians. They all live in that area. They have since the days of lore. <laughs> uh, and now they're being slaughtered. And I don't hear any outcries. When Muslims were getting killed, we heard, oh, genocide, genocide. That's before we knew what Muslims were all about. Now we're like, why did we stop him? Milosevic had it right now, didn't he? No, the U.N. has it wrong all the time. I know in either one of those states that you talked about, and I, I really need to go look this up again because I, I just saw it when I was looking through articles for copies. One of the city councils is completely Muslim in those states. Completely. So well, you know what that means? They took Shari- it over. That means Sharia law is on the way. It was already there. It in was the already courts? there. No, well, they took... The courts are allowing them to use Sharia law for all kinds of things in, uh, over there in Europe. They haven't started here yet too much. But you can see in that county, now they're in charge of that town, county, whatever it is, and it's going to be under Sharia law. It was anyway, covertly. Then, come on, look at Europe. They put up signs. It's a it's no infidel zone. You don't want to walk through there if you're anything but a muzzy. So this will be happening here. It's just like it happened over there. Europe, us, what's the difference? We're all just too stupid and politically correct, bought into this left-wing lunacy nonsense of diversity, which is ridiculous. We're not a diverse nation. That's divided. That's like a school cafeteria tray. Everything's divided. You know, you got Asians over here, you got you. Mexicans and Latinos over here, you got Europeans over here, you got South Americans, Central Americans over here. No, but none of them are mixing together. No, no mixing together, no touching. All separate. Fill in your box, right? Check your box. Like a good little, I don't know what they, what I'd call us. We're, we're not citizens anymore, obviously, because people that are citizens don't get treated worse than the people that are non-citizens. Oh, the check the box thing, it's only for people that aren't felons. Then if you're a felon, you don't have to check the box. I understand that. <laughs> I had my check the box campaign long before Obama had it. And it was to really do something important. Get rid of all the check boxes, all of them, every darn one of them, on government forms. Oh, no, you can't tell private 
people what to do. You've you've been brainwashed to think this government has a right to tell people what they can can and cannot do. The national government says what I thought. Any interaction was whatsoever. The only thing they're allowed now is because of the sixteenth amendment sixteenth amendment, which is income tax. So they have a right in your life because of that. Right? We're gonna repeal that anyway. But in the meantime, due process existed before the amendments Mark that ticks me off. No check marks at all. We're Americans. And the federal government's not supposed to do anything for anybody. So they don't need check boxes. Don't give, ban, ban them on all the federal government and your local governments. You can do that. But you cannot tell a company what questions they can and cannot ask. But uh, they can't imply penalties for lying on the form. See, that's the difference. So, you know, fellow don't want to check the box, just check the box. They're going to find out when I do a background check anyway. And so the, the felon who's supposed to be able to provide for himself, if he can't prove he provides for himself and he's on probation, that he has to go back to jail. He has to go back to prison. You were, what, what do you want here? I mean, you want them to go be rehabilitated, and once they come out, what do you do? You tell them, well, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't vote, you can't own guns, etc. Uh, voting is not an inalienable right. But guns are. The, America, the refugees are coming over here, blah, blah, blah. Um, 165 refugees. We don't know where they will come from, but if they're Muslim, they support Sharia law. They're not compatible with our Constitution. Just the complete opposite, and they do not assimilate. Absolutely, 100% correct. Circle gets the square. That was good. I never, I, I have read something that honest and true in so long. Can we keep this and print it out and put it on the wall like as a daily inspiration? <laughs> you know, Ben Carson said the same thing. <laughs> He did. I know. He's, he, he's a smart thing. guy. That, that Right now, they're shredding him to death. I know. That's how know. you know. Yeah, they're afraid. They're you terrified. Need him. <laughs> if they're not afraid of him, you need him. They are terrified. I told. I kidded about this a long time ago. I thought a Carson-Trump ticket would be great. Other than the fact Trump's not a natural-born citizen, so that scuttles the whole thing. Unless Otherwise, I think it would have been a good match, actually. You, you know, because he could be out there screaming like he always does, <laughs> being crazy. And then, you know, Ben Carson could come out and he does his nice, intelligent, soft-spoken response. It's great. Well, but if Ben Carson, it would work the same way anyway. If he Ben Carson's president, he just sends out Trump as attack dogs. It's like Cheney. Who let the dogs out? Right, but he can't be vice president either. Yes, or, he can. No, he cannot. To be vice president, you have to be eligible to be president, which means you have to be a natural-born oh, citizen. Oh, see, this is why everyone gets confused. I try. Uh, that That's the way that works. Now, the next chain of command, it's still the same thing, but it's not required for the job. The House Speaker, obviously, uh, does not have to be a natural-born citizen, even though he's third in line. But that's the reason that is, because if he's not a natural-born citizen, check that box off, move to the next the next one down, which would be the most senior member of the uh, majority party. That would be the fourth in line. And if that doesn't, 
and down the line it goes, and so on and so on, till you get to someone who's a natural-born citizen. We don't just throw the rule book out because, uh, you know, it's inconvenient. But, no, you can't run for vice president either. And frankly, the way I read the Constitution, the vice president's supposed to run on a separate ticket on his own. They took it from everybody running for president. The second, the runner-up, the number two, was the vice president. That caused a lot of problems because a lot of times number two and number one didn't like each other very much or were politically compatible either. So they changed it. And they said, okay, uh, from now on, there will be a ticket for the president and an, a separate vote for vice president. And now they put it all together. They're like, what difference does it make? It's all, no, 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 no. It's a huge difference where I get to choose who's vice president and not you. Or the way I would prefer it, the, the state legislatures. But it never, that wasn't originally that way in the Constitution. But that that's something after I've after we got back to living under the Constitution for a while, there's a few uh, questions I put aside to see if it's still valid 10 years after we actually live under the thing that it'd be a valid thing to bring up for a convention of the states or an amendment in the national government, depending on its state at that time, which would be, well, back under control of the state government, the senators. And so that will be, see everything I'll tell you right there, that right there changes everything. The whole ball game is put back the way it's supposed to be that repealing the 17th amendment has to be number one priority. This, yes, we'll get rid of the income tax, but the 17th will help us get there. And the end to the 14th. So the 17th's the key. That's the, that's the linchpin. Uh, just so you know, a lot of those conservative talk show hosts are saying the same exact thing. As, as what? As you just said. What, what, exactly? Repeal the 17th. That's the key. Ah. It's good to see they listen to my show. Hey, I'm, really, I'm joking. I don't really care how they get there. I would just, I'm just waiting them to hurry up and catch up. I need more help out here. You, you're my listeners. You got to call these people and straighten them out. I hear you, everyone. So I, I listen to some talk radio here and there. Uh, I hear you out there now. Now we need more, more. I, and well, I, by the way, it, don't say uh, I heard it on some show. Feel free to mention the show. He, he won't get upset. If, if you're quoting me. You are supposed to give me credit. So call it a hat tip. And that, that's that's what's proper. Anyway, uh, we could use more listeners, obviously, because then we'd have more soldiers uh, to go out there and do the things that need to get done. That's the only reason I'm doing this show. But I can see we have to go to a break. So this is the Uncooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned because we'll be right back. socialists. You will be assimilated. Your individual liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? 
Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813 800-215-6813 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call 800-764-9168 and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now, 800 764 That's 800-764-9168. Grandma, can you come out and play? Sure, Ellie. Oh, my. You might want to come here and help Grandma. What's the matter, Grandma? Can't you stand? Oh, sorry, honey. It's my knees. They don't work the way they used to. Does this ever happen to you? Are you on Medicare? You may qualify for a pain-relieving knee brace at little or no cost to you. Call the health hotline to see if you qualify. Our friendly agents are standing by 24-7 to help you. We also have braces for your shoulder, ankle, or back pain. And if you're covered by Medicare, you may qualify for free delivery. Grandma, slow down. I can't keep up. Maybe you can use a knee brace too, Ellie. (laughs) Catch me if you can, kiddo. Call now to get your pain-relieving knee brace. 800-368-6704. 800-368-6704. That's 800-368-6704. Okay, and welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. And it's still hour two. It's an inside joke. <laughs> uh, York County is famous for being the home of Islamberg. Remember Islamberg? We did this years ago. A Muslim enclave devoted to shadowy Pakistani cleric Sheikh Mubarak al-Ghalani, who controls a Sunni sect called Jamaat al-Fukra. Or, I have another name for that al, but, you know, I can't do that. And it's U.S. front group, Muslims of the Americas, well, that daily as previously 
reported. Why aren't these people on some kind of a watch list? Oh no, I forgot. The FBI. The (laughs) FBI knows. Look, this. They actually. I actually read something about this a long time ago. The FBI said, "We're aware of their existence and we're keeping our eyes on." But wait a minute. Most of these are felons. They're all. They're mostly black. But most of them were recruited in prison. They're they're felons. And these places that don't let felons have firearms, they're practicing with firearms, AK-47s, and they have all the same training and apparatus that they train in over the Middle East. And they're training in a, in a town near you, and the FBI knows exactly where they are. And they're doing nothing about it. They could easily just bust them all the gun charge. You can't If you're not allowed to have guns, I'm against it, but... I mean, if if you're going to play around, if you're going to say that's the law, then FBI boy, you're supposed to enforce the law. What's your problem? This is ridiculous. And by the way, stop putting Muslim clerics in prisons. They're just going to recruit, well, I don't know, felons to switch to Islam. Oh, but that'll make them so nice. I saw that prison show. That black guy, he was really mean and evil and he killed people and then he switched to Islam and then he became love and light and he had to learn to meditate and not to lash out at people and had to be calm and rational and reasonable. Oh, all thanks to converting to Islam. What a bunch of crap. That never happens ever because that's not Islam. (laughs) Someone would have shanked him in there if he was doing that. Oh, don't buy every stupid movie they put on. It's supposed to represent reality. It, It's not. Anyway, I'm sorry. If you look what's going on in Europe, it's just frightening, Daly said. Actually, it's Daly. This is not a pars- pars- partisan issue. I'm for Americans. Always first. I go all over talking to people at the supermarket, the bank, and I tell them what's going on, and they're just like, what? We're at a tipping point in this country. Uh, Yes, we are. (laughs) Dali said she attacks the refugee resettlement program both on its costs and on its implications for national security. For one, we can't afford anyone else on the government system. We don't have the money anymore, and especially when U.S. veterans are in need, she said. Daly is aware that one of the tactics used by the resettlement industry against resistors is to paint them as racist or Islamophobic. This is the same tactic used by CARE, the Council for American and Islamic Relations, which is a Muslim Brotherhood front group outed as a terrorist organization in 2008 Holy Land Foundation trials in Dallas, Texas. She said that's just a brazen attempt to shut down people's First Amendment rights and the democratic process. Well, we're, we don't have a... De- if you're just reported to voting on stuff, yeah, we're not a democracy. At this point, well, we're not anything to do with what we're supposed to be, so it really doesn't matter. At this point, I don't care if I offend anyone. It's my right. Well, it's about time you woke up to that. What is wrong with everybody? I don't offend somebody. I can't I can't take it. I hate people that lie. I hate devious people. I don't like most white lies. There are certain white lies 
you know, you might want to hedge around like your wife asked, does this make my butt look fat? Don't say yes. Trust me. I say yes because I can't lie. <laughs> I, unlike, unlike Washington, I really can't lie. I, if when I try, I'm horrible. I think my nose grows. I'm not sure. <laughs> anyway, we're from Michigan. This end, so we know what can happen. It is. It was the early '80s when the refugees came and went to Dearborn, and now it's not just Dearborn. Now it's the surrounding cities too. She said, "Well, that's because Dearborn is Dearbornistan now. It has been for a while." Michiganistan, I call it that, not only for Dearbornistan, it's spreading like a cancer. And it and it, most of the states are stands. Ohio's a big stand. <laughs> you know, the, everything's stand over in the Middle East. World Net Daily reported early this week that Ham Tramp, not far from Dearborn, has become home to the America's first Muslim-majority city council. There it is. That's what I was talking Neighboring about. Neighboring Sterling Heights, Michiganistan, is also now in a big fight trying to keep a mega mosque from being built in a residential area. So it was Michigan. I wasn't so sure if it was Michigan or Minnesota. Once you hear Dearborn, it's Michiganistan. Right. So they have uh, the first Muslim majority city council. Like I saw the headline uh, Dear, last I, week. I, I, yeah, Dearbornistan fell a long time ago. I should say Dearborn fell a long time ago. And now is Dearbornistan. It has been Dearbornistan for quite a while. No, no, it's no, a, no. It's nice that someone's reporting on it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew about that. Ham, Ham Track, that one, that's not far from Dearborn, has become home. That city has become home to America's first Muslim Right, I'm trying to city. point out. Well, I tried to tell Loki this, too. It's not just Dearborn. It's because it's spread outside of Dearborn. It's now Michiganistan. If it's just one city or county... You I would stick to Dearborn. But once it's spread, eh, that's all state. And, again, that means that everybody in that city is Muslim. Because if you were Muslim, not Muslim, why would you vote for a oh, Muslim city council? Well, they, they've long chased everybody out. They, these, they, look, they're welfare wherever they go. That's number one. So, uh, obviously, they're like... They're, they're like anybody else on welfare that keeps growing in population. It's a cancerous creep that destroys everything around it. It expands and expands and expands. And Islam is no different because Islam is a cancer. And I'm all for uh, uh, radiation treatment. Think about it. You bring in 100, it turns into 10,000 because they all... They have all their family members overseas, and they get to come. That's because chain yep. immigration, which needs yep. to be ended, should have never happened. Nope. Ever. You come to here, you come here, you leave everything behind. Everything. Your family, everything. That's the way it is. That's the way it's supposed to be. It's the way it was. It's the way it should be. They, Every family member has to apply on their own merits and go through the process on their own. They do not get to bring people in just because they... they came here as an as an immigrant i don't care no i'm talking legal this is a problem with legal immigration i have a whole list of crap i can tell you about what's wrong with legal immigration but i'm not playing the comprehensive immigration game i start doing that the left wants a comprehensive bill and that means we're gonna screw the american people 
Anytime you hear comprehensive, just say no. I I don't care if it's good. Say no. I don't want anything comprehensive. I want one bill, one thing. I I don't want to have to think too hard either. Make it clear. It will. We get back to the Constitution. It will. Uh, so hey, they get to come. They don't assimilate. So it becomes an enclave. It's been proven all over. Daly said, "Do the research." Talk to people in Europe. They'll tell you the truth. Talk to people in Michiganistan and Minnesota Stan. They'll tell you. <laughs> That's funny. Shelley said, the South Carolina governor, Haley, has been a big disappointment. You hear that, Sean? Does Sean think she's a disappointment yet? Or is he still, like, pouting? Because he does. He gets upset when he likes people and they don't turn out all the they can be. He he won't he won't carry her water. I, I think he'll just just slyly bring it up at a calm way without actually making a big deal about it. He'll bring it up. She's disappointed on us on so many issues, she said. Islamville, while a concern, is at least Americans who converted to Islam, many of them while they were in prison. You think that's that, at least? Uh, <laughs> are you really kidding me? I know. You know oh, what they? You know what they're taught in prison <laughs> to be the basest kind of animal you can be. You have to be to survive. <laughs> you oh, they just it, it, uh, no. If you convert to Islam, you're not allowed to leave prison. <laughs> I, that's my. That's if you if you're studying the Quran, you ain't getting out. Well, another point, Brian. If you convert to Islam, you're no longer an American. Well, that's a good you point. You have to give up your name. I said it's a government. So you give up your family. you gotta, you got to give up your family, your family name. Why? Because nothing existed before Islam. Get it? Nothing. Not even your family. They didn't exist. It's kind of weird because yet here's the person that they birthed. If they didn't exist... How come he doesn't exist? But that's just the religion. Oh, wait. No, it's not. It's a theocracy. You know, and everybody is so worried about uh, safety and security. But, eh, we'll just bring these people into our place. We don't care. We need the money. Yeah, convicted felons, after they get out and they're supposedly rehabilitated, they can't have firearms, even though it's their unalienable right. You're taking away from them by force. That's the only way it could be done. And you're denying them their God-given right after they paid their debt to society based on the laws you have on the books. They get all their rights back and shame on anybody who says they can. And yes, they can vote. What do you mean you could have fel ex <laughs> They're ex-felons, actually, because they did their time. I, You know, there's always been a, a stigma, and I get there should be. You went to prison, you did something wrong. But you can't just say, but now you don't have all your rights, we'll let you out, but you can't, you don't have the rights of everybody else. You can't even, you don't have a right to even get a job. You know, this is, this is a problem, but this is a real problem in America right now. It, I, there's many, trust me, I get it, I know. But this prison thing's rearing its ugly head in many places. They're letting them out of prison. Obama has decided, and he's letting people out of prison that are in for violent crimes, not nonviolent offenders. I know I don't have that story. 
I haven't had my computer for long enough to do it in a long time. Plus, I've been working on the computers. Well, there's a protest going on right now across the country with many, many sheriffs. They are having a fit. There are those that do, and there are those that are going right along with it. you got to find out which one. Call the sheriff's department and ask. Or, better yet, send them a handwritten, hand-addressed envelope letter. Guarantee you'll read it. He, she, it. Uh, if you haven't it, I, they might not read it. Importing Muslims from Middle East is more worrisome because they've never known the American values of freedom, tolerance, and liberty, she said. And you think they're planning in Islamville, they're planning some kind of love fest where we all hold hands and we all finally accept each other as equal despite our differences in skin color and such and, and live happily ever after? You might be a liberal. I gotta change that. You might be a progressive. Again, they stole another word and ruined it. No, gay we took back. Gay is happy. They're homosexuals. Or they're, you call any one of the LGBTQ. And since they added Q, queer or questioning, they used to say calling them queers was a bad name. We weren't allowed to do that anymore. But now they're calling themselves queer, so we can, right? Because they are queer. It's, it's an apt description. They're different. They're out of the ordinary. That's what queer means. I don't know. Everything's like, you take a word that is used in regular and apply it in an appropriate manner. You people are just not out of the normal. You're kind of queer. And everyone has a... Oh, my God! What difference do we call them? When we call, you think when people call them gay, that suddenly makes them not be pissed off at them? Because it has, it doesn't. It doesn't work. I know. Go ask Noam Chomsky about it. I saw the contract Ellie signed in July for the next fiscal year, and there are six areas where the refugees will be sent, and they can be placed within 100 miles of those six cities, Daly said. Daly, who is also aware of how profitable the resettlement business is for certain organizations, the federal government allocates more than one billion, that's not a new paragraph, one billion dollars a year for the program. The national government, the general government, allocates more than one billion dollars a year for the program. We're, we're borrowing that money. And that's just what goes to the resettlement agencies and subcontractors, such as Lutheran Social Services, Catholic Charities, World Relief and Church World Services. I would have nothing to do with any of those for the special reason that they're all in bed with the government. Why would... My religion cannot be in bed with the government. That's a real separation of church and state. You commies out there don't give a crap about that. Why would all of these Christians want to help Muslims? Christians want to help everybody. And some of them have never read anything but the Bible. Or, you know, some trashy women's books or something. So, I mean, they just see them as people, and they think we're being for saying they're not just people, they're evil Muslims. Because they don't live in reality, they live in the doofus world. But you get to choose, you don't get to choose your religion, yes you do. 
Oh, yes, I was born, baptized, and confirmed a Catholic, and uh, I'm not Catholic. See? You, it, uh, see how it works? Oh, you think it's different in God's eye? Trust me, it's not. I don't want to be, I don't like the Catholic Church. I don't like the Lutheran Church. I don't like organized religion. I find organized religion as corrupt as the government because, well, yeah, it's like many governments. That's why I don't like organized religions. I like small town, one-room one church kind of religions where, you know, you live with and know your neighbors and your parishioners and you go to church together on Sunday. It's very, very nice. Down south, they do that regular. They ain't kidding in those songs. They, they, they go out drinking and having fun and going crazy and but but comes come sunday morning saturday night but come sunday morning they're up in their sat sunday best and they're off to church even if it's in hunting gear because they're going to go hunt before they go to church but they, they do they go to church every sunday it's a family thing it's a community thing and it's really quite nice something i, I don't get to experience because i'm <laughs> i wasn't a christian when i was down there uh, personally, but yeah, I, I went to a couple of churches and checked them out. There are some nice churches down there. All right, um, that's a so again, I have a problem with the organization. The bigger the organization, obviously, the more power, the more corrupt, blah blah blah, the bigger it gets. And of course, the biggest in the world is the Catholic Charities, or I should say, the Catholic Church, not, not so much their charity. <clears throat> I don't know. They have they call talking about us. They could pay off our debt. I think. I think they have enough crap in the vaults in the Vatican to actually pay off the United States of America's debt. I'm talking all of it. State, Kenya, it's possible. They have just priceless artwork there. Again, why isn't any of these Christian organizations speaking out against the Muslims? It's it is like you said, it's schizophrenic, Brian. It is schizophrenic. None of these actually do enough. In other words, I don't think when I looked them up, none of these services. Now it's been a while, but I looked it up a few years back, and uh, I would give to them because at least eighty percent has to go to the target. That's my number for for me to even think about it. And uh, oh, speaking of which. If you're like me and you, you like to give to charity, but you're poor right now, so you can't. There is a way you can. When when you shop on Amazon, if you go look up Amazon Smile, Amazon Smile, it it allows you to, they have certain charities they cover that you can give to. every. It's the same price that you buy on Amazon Direct, only a percentage of it instead goes to them and then to the charity of your choice that you choose. I chose the uh, Wounded Warrior program. So every time I make a purchase over there, I'm donating to the Wounded War Warrior program. No, they don't know it, but I don't care. Uh, that's that's one way you could give back. I mean, Amazon usually, I, I only do it when Amazon has the cheapest price anyway. Uh, but it's, it feels nice to know that you know you also gave to a charity at the same time. Because I hate spending money. I used to love it, and I hate it. Where was I in this story? Am I done with it? The stupid charities that are getting all this money. Oh, problem is there's all this grant money. There's big money for these Christian organizations. Over a billion dollars every year. They shouldn't touch one dollar. One dollar. I'm sorry, if you're a Christian, I would not give to them. 
You don't take one dollar of that stolen money from the federal government. That that your church should have nothing to do with it. Where are the progs, Brian? Why aren't they screaming? The progs so, love it. Separation of church and state. It's not because they're in bed with the state and they're helping their cause. They love them. That's why I don't like organized religion because of this. All through history, it's this. Over a billion dollars every year, she said. And after that runs out, the state and community pick up the tab. I was never asked about that. I don't want to pay for this. Then they come and have three wives and 20 kids. And so within 20 years, that 165 is up to 4,000. You don't need to tell me about Islam. It's the way it works. It's called stealth jihad. Outstanding. Well done. Enough said right there. Exactly right. 100% correct. It's good to hear somebody else that knows the truth, isn't it? They're out there. <laughs> I think we're far and few between uh, as for the as for the big truths, but I think we're get I think people are getting it, enough of the little truths to get ticked off. And they're starting to it's starting to make a case for us that we're talking about the big stuff that they thought we were crazy. Now suddenly it's like, you know, maybe we should have paid attention when he said, you shouldn't really let this happen because X, Y, and Z. That's good. They're paying attention. Even if it's they have to lear learn the hard way, uh, as long as they learn. Look, the only way we can stop this, Brian, is to just say no. Literally say no. We're not ready yet. No. We should say no to more laws. No to government. Stop asking them to go up to Washington to do something. Everything they do is to destroy the republic. What's left of it, which is Hubble telescope so far. Yeah, but Brian, we got to stop these Muslims from coming in here. Well, we, I personally can't. We the people must, but will you? Uh, majority, they already know, the majority of times you will not. I can't believe a little town in... Southern California is making you people on the East Coast look stupid. The Prague land of California, and they blocked the buses. They they barred them from entering their community. And what are you doing? Well, nothing you can do about now. Yes, there is. Same thing. Physically turn out and stop it. They can't. They can't live there if you're all going to shoot them. Well, it's true. They won't want to leave there. They won't want to get off the bus. They're going to be like, oh, man, I heard about these rednecks. <laughs> well, that's, Because they have, you know. Well, that's one of the things we have to do. I mean, it, this is... If you're not willing to do that, how are you going to stand up against the national government when the national government comes in to say, your government doesn't have a right to tell us what we can and cannot do in your state? Where are you going to be? Standing out there on the front line with a gun in your hand or carrying in the rear? Not understanding, why are these people doing this? Why are you doing this? <laughs> See a cooperative radio show. We're going to go to a commercial break. You stay tuned, because we'll be right back. The
The path to restoring our republic was laid down by our founding fathers. The principles of freedom, liberty, personal responsibility, and limited government are conservative ideals we will never abandon. America is listening. Grassroots. Common Sense. Conservative Talk Radio. It's on the Internet. Tune in now. Red State Talk Radio. Featuring some of the most popular Internet talk show hosts in America today. Are you listening? RedStateTalkRadio.com Jeremiah was my pastor. He was a good friend of mine. I said I never heard a single nasty word he said. And I hope you'd believe that line. I had the audacity of hope that you'd believe that line. Now I'm saying, Reverend Wright was wrong. Jeremiah's gone now. He sleeps with the fishes in the deep blue sea. And he didn't speak for me. They're up the Clinton. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Who can make the sun rise? Promise you the moon. Cover you with health care and a miracle or two. Obama can. Obama can. Oh, Obama can, man. Obama can, man. Obama can, man. Five different budget plans on both ends of the ideological spectrum failed. Five budget plans. Failed in the Senate. Among them, a 99 to 0 vote, defeating President Obama's $3.8 trillion budget request. The Democrats are afraid of their own shadow in the Senate. They even vote down their own president's budget. Only takes 51 votes to pass a budget. Democrats in the Senate refuse to be held accountable. Under the Democratic control of the Senate, for three straight years, there hasn't been a budget. We haven't had one for three years. The result of no discipline for three years is you spend $10 trillion four hundred billion dollars our national debt is more than fifteen point six trillion dollars approaching the sixteen trillion dollar mark sixteen trillion dollars worth of debt it's the number one threat to our national security the longer we wait the more difficult the solution is going to be the federal government is now twice the size it was in two thousand one national unemployment has registered above 8% for the last 38 months. There's no way Barack Obama, with a straight face, can come before the American people and argue that somehow he has made things better than they were when he got here. The Obama economy isn't working for a lot of Americans. People across the country know what they want. They want a healthy economy. And the Obama economy is not a healthy economy. Most Americans have soured on the economy, and they've now soured on this president. 42% said he's made it worse. Independence by double digits think he made it worse. We're not where we should right. be. Obama made it worse. At a time when it's hard enough already to create jobs in America. Have policies that maximize economic growth. Supports our economy. Growing our economy. Build our economy. To help this economy grow. Create jobs. American jobs. Jumpstart the economy. Create jobs. We should be focusing on jobs and the economy. So if you're looking for a simple three-word description of the Democrat approach to the problems we face, it's this. Duck and cover. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, 
ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our prosperity, do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. When was the last time you read the Constitution or reviewed the Bill of Rights? When was the last time you read them to your children? These documents, the foundation of this great nation, are not documents to be ignored. They are to be embraced. So sit down and read them to your children. And a tool you can use to do this is a little book called The Citizen's Rulebook. To receive a copy, call 602-258-6406. It only costs a dollar and can mean the difference in your children's understanding of the country they live in. Welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. And again, please, please take your states back. Take your county back. Take your city back. Take it back. What hour is it? Hour three. I had to remind the producer. <laughs> no sign from the producer. Oh, man. I know I know. we laugh a lot on this show, but you have to because the gorilla tape is just going to explode. Susan, you need to get into that microphone. You are in the basement. <laughs> wow. That's better. <laughs> Talk at the microphone. It's right there. It gets confusing. We have two of them taped together. Literally, we're holding everything together with bailing wire and tape. <laughs> Duct tape. Duct tape. I was, you know, we're not the only ones. I was talking to my friend Deb last night, and she was saying how, because you know, we were both saying, we have no money, everything's falling apart, so her vacuum cleaner is literally being held together by duct tape. And I said, she says, we're, we're not the only ones in this country going through this. Actually, our whole country is being held together by barely wire and duct tape. No, that would that would mean that they were actually trying to do something to hold it together, but they're not. And you forgot chewing gum and plumbing plumber's putty. <laughs> ah. <laughs> All right. Way muzzies. Ugh, on to something else. What did you just do an exorcism? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're not a religion. You can't exercise something. Like oh, that. but the Lucifer's religion. That's, That's true. That's why it's Good not point. a religion, even though it is a religion. It's not a religion because it's a lie. It's an illusion. Good point. I try to make them. <laughs> I got to push a button. Go. Now, have you ever stopped to wonder why the world's in such a mess? Why there's so much mindless mayhem on the TV and the press? Why so many busy businessmen are snapping from the stress? And the rest of us are jogging from depression. Has it ever once occurred to you or ever crossed your mind that the problems of this nation are created by design? That no matter what they tell you, there's another bottom line intertwined between the patterns of deception. Since our eyes were first opened and our 
dance like cattle through our fantasies and fears. They move us through illusion and confusion of the mind, and by changing subtle meanings to the words between the lines. It's the news behind the news. Okay, thank you, Carl Klein, KlineKlineK.com, and of course it's time for the news behind the news. And I also want to thank Paul Shanklin for all of the other parodies, except for We Built This City. That's by Paul Revere Radio. It's my favorite. <laughs> Again from LibertyUnyielding.com. Back in the day, people who were squeamish about mothers breastfeeding in public were denounced as prudish. Oh, no. Everybody dance. Okay. Back to the story. The kitties were officially released. Prudish. When a new generation of women came along and demanded topless equality. I remember that. And there was a thing in the, in the beaches of New York City, and they won. Boy, the beaches were packed. Mostly, mostly for the guys trying to come down and look at the topless women. So uh, this this new generation of women, they want the right to walk around. Uh, they wanted the right to walk around bare-breasted. The prudish label was dropped in favor of sexist. Uh, it's anyone's guess what slur will be devised for those who look askance at the latest frontier for women: public bottomlessness. Didn't spell it right. Female students at Scripps College in Claremont, California, have mounted a campaign to fight the taboo on openly showing women's genitals. They have dubbed their crusade Project Vulva. What <laughs> disgusting. is disgusting? Doesn't that sound? They don't have to know what it means. That's disgusting. It just sounds disgusting. What's the news behind this news? Women Degenerates. are yeah, Thank you. <laughs> women are, are now worse, as I've been saying. The women have taken over as the most disgusting sexual pigs on the planet. Congratulations, women! You've come a long way. As their Facebook page reveals, at what did I say? As as their Facebook page reveals, these gals appear to be laboring under the misconception. That the public display of male genitalia is widely accepted practice. Do they live under a rock, perchance? How the heck did they think that? Well, that's what he says. Why is that? Generally, society is so comfortable with the image of the penis, while vulvers, vulvas are considered taboo. In middle school, people would scribble penis pictures on the desk in the classroom. Not when I was going to school. Sentence is correct. There is always that kid who passes out at the party and someone draws a dick on his face. So, where's the vulvas at? Um, not when I was growing up. I don't know what anybody's talking about. <laughs> uh, Oh, goodness. Uh, yeah, there was always some idiot that would do that, but the, it was because it wasn't accessible. It was taboo. Otherwise, they wouldn't have bothered. 
And it's all it it's also easier to draw, to be fair. Was he allowed to say that word in writing in this magazine? Dick? Yeah. Well that's that just one of the words? short for Richard. <laughs> so where are the vulvas? What even is a vulva? Often confused with the vagina. What problems can lack of knowledge lead to? Not surprisingly, the movement to free the vulva has encountered opposition. Oh, open it up. Go online and look it up. Uh, has encountered opposition, but not from prudes. Rather, the women have found themselves under attack for allegedly engaging in transmisogyny. Oh, we got transgender, now transmisogyny. This is the trans show. Hence the music. On October the 29th, Project Vulva. Stage. I thought this up. Uh, an event. Stage an event at a coffee house near the All Women's College and invited participants to come and decorate cupcakes in a manner so as to resemble vulvas. But the premise rapidly drew criticism from transgender activists who complained that it demeaned the experience of women who were born in men's bodies. Oh, good, they're fighting amongst each other. This could get funny. You can't make this stuff this up. This could get really funny. i got to keep an eye on this. This could, this could be beyond funny. This is beyond degenerative. Yes. We've been doing some our, disgusting <laughs> shit. What, what is with this? Our, you know, our society is disintegrating right before our eyes. Completely disintegrating. Has been disintegrating in front of mine for decades. Where have you been? Just on the fast track now. I mean, come on. You can't talk about uh, Jesus Christ, but, but, you know, anything else is okay. Any other religion is okay. Well, not Christianity. Once that started and they started wiping God, not just Christian, God, out of the public square, I said that was it. Uh, after that, what's to stop them? You have no unalienable rights anymore. You don't believe in God. Or he's not an involved God. Or whatever your perceptions are, agnostic, atheist, pagan, I don't care, whatever. The country was founded on Christian values by christians and it and it went crazy it was gloriously successful more successful than any other country in the world for so many decades till people decided that we want let's change let's let those idiots up there tell us the constitution's holding us back go ahead and just bring us into commie land and we're gonna like it one if you still like it right now, one day, mark my word, you're going to remember this. I didn't think anything of it where they're going after conservatives and gun owners and, uh, and uh, heterosexuals. And but now I understand. But now it will be too late. Understand quickly. It's happening at its own pace and it's not going to wait for you. In a post-attacking the event... Claremont resident Ariel Alia wrote, Society is not comfortable with the image of a penis on a woman. That's impossible. All right, nothing's highly improbable. 
I know they're hermaphrodites, but you know, that's weird. <laughs> Even they know they're weird. All right, society is not comfortable with the one. In this event, this event seems extremely transmisogynistic. And to say penises are universally accepted as a non-taboo is transmisogynistic. Uh, Aliyah's, Aliyah's, uh, I should say, post provoked an extended debate over just how offensive the event was. This entire event is so incredibly violent to trans women specifically. What's a trans woman? Is that a woman dressing as a man or a man dressing as a woman? I'm confused. Who the hell knows? Brian? I know what it is. It's a man dressed as a woman. We just call them trannies. Oh, yeah, there were plenty of women street in New York City dressed up as women and everything. Guys would pull over. I'm just sitting there. I used to be able to just drive by and go, man, woman, woman, man, woman, woman, man, 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 woman. I never missed it. it it's an overall appearance. It has a lot of things that give it away. Obviously, if you pronounce Adam's apple, that's not a woman. Uh, but uh, you'd be surprised. I, I guess when you're desperate enough to troll around in a car for hookers, you're not picky about what you get. <coughs> I don't. I just know. Oh, they were very nice. They weren't. They weren't any different than anybody else. Only they look funny as dressed in women's clothes, as far as I was concerned. But. Uh, This entire event is so incredibly violent to trans women specifically. Violent. I'm so disgusted. I'm so glad they're getting some of their own medicine, boy. This must have made the jaws drop and their eyes turn into silver dollars. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So wrote Facebook user Casey Butler, who later described the word transgendered itself as highly offensive. The wording of this event excludes trans women and further normalizes trans misogyny and violence against trans women added simone ray charles isosceles i i have no idea if that's a real name who dismissed the whole affair as a garbage cis white event i don't know what cis means the backlash occurred even though organizers tried to cover their biases cover their bases by saying they're not assuming a simple binary concept of gender why are they even having this well, conversation you don't have to you don't have to accept it or assume it we're telling you it and we're the rest of the world so live with it because you have to live with us and no i'm not going to act nice to you when you're acting like an ass to me I'll treat you like the ass that you are It'll have nothing to do with how you're dressed up or the trans this or trans that. has to do with whether or not you're jackass or not. Anyway, I, I used to like watching those, tra- I don't know what they call them, trannies dress up. And they had all these, uh, you know, they lip synced to all this pop music and stuff. And they were really actually very good. Uh, probably better than some of the um, con- concerts themselves. They don't bother me. I don't care. As long as they don't hit on me or grab me or anything. Why do you care? Why do they care? Why do they care about all the things? That, why do you care about all the things you care? We got to be a little less sensitive about a lot of things. Uh, all right, you know, we're all sinners. We all have our vices. And as weird as that is, there are crazy people in the world. 
and see things from a different way. And as long as they're not hurting anybody else, I don't care. The problem is they are hurting other people by using the government to fascistically force themselves upon the people. That That's a non-starter from any group. Anyway, uh, the outrage grew strong enough that an apology was issued by the Motley Coffee House, which hosted the event. See, that was your first mistake. Host events for conservatives. Guess what? You're Prague, right? See, how did that work out for you? Oh, it felt good. Knee jerk. Oh, wow. All backfired. wonder how that happened. I don't think the Prague's like their own people. <laughs> I, I think there's factions among the progressives that don't like the others. I think we should figure that out, that wedge out, and use it. The outrage group started out the apology position. Where was I? Oh, uh, yeah, right. The, the coffee house said in a statement, it was working hard to atone for its error and overcome its her story rather than history of privilege. Wow, these are serious guilty white liberals. Oh, my God. How do they live with themselves? I don't know. I think my country... Is great, except for all the crap they threw on the Constitution. Do you want to move on from this? Motley wants to validate (laughs) and support the critiques that have been voiced concerning Project Volvo. We are deeply sorry for the hurt experienced by the trans community, both in the space of the Motley and on the Scripps campus in general. Being a privileged and exclusive space has long been embedded in our history, in our her Her story. story. Yep. Her story. Yep. Well, if it's her story, it has nothing to do with them. <laughs> and though we have tried and are trying to become an inclusive space where everyone can feel safe and accepted, we recognize that we have to take care of your team, boy. Okay, we're done with To that. rectify the situation. <laughs> Should that be rectum fry? <laughs> to rectify. The situation mildly announced that the event would feature a space devoted to interrogating the symbol of the vulva. What does it mean to you? Is it a symbol of strength? A reminder of being labeled as an other that is oppressive? What is with this? How could a vagina be oppressive? What is this stupid state space nonsense? Guilty white liberals. They don't know what they're doing. Anything. Just please, please don't be mad at me. That's just, I don't know how they live with themselves. We hope that providing the opportunity for written reflections about the vulva, which will be kept in our sitting room after the event, will help foster further dialogue and widen our perception of feminism to be more intersectional and inclusive. Didn't we already have the, the, the talking vagina monologues? Oh, yeah. Wasn't that enough? No, then it had to go to Fifty Shades of Grey. That was... B- 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 Beyond enough. And then now they're going to this. Ridiculous. Because it's not enough. It's just ridiculous. It's just not enough, Brian. Nothing's enough. they got to constantly apologize to every minority in the world. If you're a privileged white person, you must you must uh, beg their forgiveness for being such an ass as a privileged white person can be. This is the crap our kids are learning in college. I know. That's why they come out screwed up. At least one person said the apology wasn't enough, though. I was, oh, you know what? I, I would throw you people out. If I call you out, get the hell out of here. No hipsters either. Out the door. That's ironic. A business turning away money. Now, that's ironic. Now, go away. I'm surprised that the feedback this event has received. It hasn't been canceled, said commenter Jay Marks. 
whether or not cisgender, what is cisgender now? C-I-S gender. What the heck is that? Everything, is that even, could that, is that even a real gender? I don't even know what it is. Central Intelligence Service gender? Hell no. They they have names. Common and, and stupid gender? <laughs> names and labels for everything. CSI gender people view this as an act of violence towards trans women is irrelevant. All I got to say about this is it is not an act of violence. There was no violence. Nobody hurt anybody. There was no violence. Words are not violence. I mean, you know, enough. You're going to have, now you got speech police, thought police. Enough. You're going right down the European hellhole. Please pay attention to what's going on over there. Do searches. Put Google things up to alerts to tell you. It, you do not want to be the, you've been lied to your whole life. It's a failed experiment. It's been a propped up failed experiment your whole life. No, no, socialism has succeeded nowhere, not in all history, nowhere. And if you want to really hate socialism, go to Mises.org and find their ebook on Ludwig von Mises' Socialism and share it with as many people as you like, especially progs. All progs should read it because after reading it, they will no longer be progs. You say this every show. Good. I don't get any money for it, by the way. Don't bother mentioning my name. They don't know who I am. Okay, so let's just move on. I, I, <laughs> I, I was, that was actually the end of the paragraph. We were done. Okay, good. I don't want to hear that word like for years. Gender? <laughs> no. Vulva? Yeah. How's your vulva? <laughs> I want that in the end, I'll tell you. What a vulva. Um, <laughs> Fox News. The Federal Emergency Management Agency, also known as FEMA, can't adequately count for more than 70% of the money spent on fuel for New York in the aftermath of Superstorm Sandy, a federal audit released on Friday found. Every time they do a federal audit of anything, they always have all these millions and billions of dollars that no one knows where it went. And it's and nothing happens. It's like, well, we couldn't find it. This has been going on my like since I've been paying attention. Constantly. It's like... Oh, we ordered it. They don't. We don't know where this went. Well, well, somebody has it, and somebody shouldn't have it. And it's my money, and you better go get it. But they don't go get it. They just shrug their shoulder. And goes ah, bad accounting. What can I say? <clears throat> and you keep sending them money. FEMA spent six point three seven million dollars for one point seven million gallons of fuel as a gasoline shortage crippled the New York City area after the October 2012 storm, according to the audit from the Office of Inspector General at the Department of Homeland Insecurity. But, the audit found. Now, a question. I, I have a question, Susan. You, you took college English, right? Why would you start a sentence with but, or better yet, a whole paragraph? We're going to start a new paragraph that's completing the thought of the first paragraph. It's not a new paragraph! Even I know that. That's why I'm mad. I'm an idiot when it comes to this English grammar. And now suddenly I know it. See, I guess so from reading for what, all these years. What you're saying, it should have started the audit found incomplete and questionable documentation. It should not be a new paragraph at all, either way. Is, is that a complete... Are you done with your whole idea that you were talking about in that paragraph? 
The whole topic. Were you done with it? No, you're not done with it. You're still talking about it. I'm telling you, you can't learn English in school. Read the Founding Fathers. You realize, you know what? These teachers don't know what the heck they're talking about. They don't. The incomplete sentences, they turned out not to be. The, uh, the overrun-on sentences, well, not so much, it turns out. It, you know, I've seen whole paragraphs, one sentence. They were all educated people and certainly had to write. Because they weren't done with the complete thought. Uh, and no wonder I couldn't figure it out in schools because it seemed arbitrary to me where this happens. I'm like, wait, that makes no sense. But 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 they give me all those rules. I'm like, well, it just doesn't make sense. I was not done with my complete thought. How could that be? How could that be a run-on sentence? So now, after studying this all these years, I sit around and I can see bad grammar from a mile away, a million times worse than anything I ever did, and they get paid for it. So, jokes on us. Turns out we didn't have to figure out all those idiotic stone stoner kind of laws where you, it was a high on something. It, you know, except I before E, except at the C, except when it's I before E, before C, unless it sounds like, and that's the part I always forget anyway. Who cares? I just I have a free spell checker. Anyway, but the story goes on to say, but. New paragraph. But the audit found incomplete and questionable documentation for $4.56 million of spending. Additionally, $1.81 million worth of fuel went to recipients outside the scope of work that FEMA established for the crisis, the audit found. As a result, FEMA can't be sure any of that fuel went to approved power restoration or emergency public transportation work in New York. The audit said, hey, New York is the most corrupt place in the world. If there's a way for people in New York City, the the criminals, to make money out of this, they do. And that's what you're hearing about here. It's like the criminals in bed with the criminals. Official at FEMA agreed with all the report's recommendations, which included recovering lost funds and devising new procedures according to the audit. Oh, great. Go bankrupt the people you gave the stuff for you weren't supposed to give in the first place. A spokeswoman for FEMA said FEMA concurred with all of the OIG recommendations for rectifying the issues identified in their recent report and improving mission assignment effectiveness going forward. Blah, blah, blah. Crimes going nowhere. Blah, blah, blah. FEMA takes seriously (laughs) its duty to ensure fiscal responsibility. That term doesn't exist in government. During disaster release operations, it might interest you to know that the federal government's not allowed to give you any money, and FEMA's not allowed to exist, and so forth. We're talking about a fictitious thing that doesn't exist, spending money to which it's not entitled, giving it to people which also is unentitled to it, even though they are taxpayers, because we don't redistribute wealth in the United States. No. We, the government stands back and lets private people help. National government's not supposed to help the states or the people, respectively. Nothing. Zero. Zilch. Forget about it. Hey, I had to bring New York City in somewhere. Say so they agree with all the recommendations. You're never going to find the money. Yeah, we agree. That's the end of it. They won't report about it anymore. You'll never find that money. It's gone. It's been spent. They can't get it back. 
They don't even know where these... How can they get it back? They say they don't know where it went. How could, oh, we'll get it back. Yeah, we agree with all... We'll get that back rush right on that. Right on that. Yeah. Hey, you, Vinny, you got it. No, I got it. I got it. Joe got it. New York State collected the $1.8 million plus interest from the retail gas stations that were wrongful recipients of the fuel and reimbursed FEMA, the Department of Homeland Security said. Don't worry. Chances are all those gas stations are owned by Muslims and screw them. Otherwise, it's a horrific story. But if it's Muzzies, I don't care. Yo, they took New York. They took over all the gas stations before I left. I don't know where they are on the chain of immigrants getting our money to own chains of X, Y, and B business that they won't give us money to go and start a business. So anyway, uh, where are we? Sandy, one of the most powerful Atlantic storms on record, knocked out power to gas stations, caused widespread flooding, and cut gasoline supply lines from ports. And all you had to know is, I sure wish I remembered to have my two weeks' worth of food and water and cash on hand and all that crazy stuff that Bonnet talked about. Uh, please don't be one of the many, many people that have said that in their lives, and please be prepared for another tragic storm or something worse could come like i don't know the whole collapse of the economy either way somewhere in your life you're going to be inconvenienced by some kind of storm or outage or tornado or etc be prepared and don't bring out the boy scouts to me it's a sore subject Gasoline shortages emerge as one of the biggest problems for the region after this. Why, Geek? What's the matter? What are you talking about? What you, oh, they need electric to pump gas. I didn't know. Why don't they have their own generators? And down south, they do. <laughs> Where I live, they did. Power goes out. They, they, they still have power. So they can pump. Now, they, they, can't get, they can't use your credit card, so you better have cash. But they can pump. But you better have cash. Oh, you don't like cash. Well, then... Then when the power goes on, you're just at the total mercy of the government. Smooth move. Explain that to your children. <clears throat> at the time, the federal government estimated that only one-third of gas stations in the metropolitan area had fuel for sale, based on a survey that found more than half were shut down. FEMA stepped up to provide fuel for urgent power restoration and transportation needs. As I remember, there are people crying there a week after, and I don't think you did a good job. How come nobody was fired? They didn't do a good job on Sandy. Where's the outrage? Where's the firing of whoever's in charge of FEMA like Brownie was? Where? Where's all the outrage? All the outrage! My God, they, can't, they spent money, gave gas people, oh my God, corruption. Nothing. Crickets. If this was a Republican administration... Oh, well, it would have never gotten this far. It had been impeached a long time ago. The unaccounted for fuel deliveries occurred because FEMA didn't comply with federal regulations requiring the agency provide proper documentation accounting for its work, the audit found, which is just telling me it's corruption. They got paid for that gas. They didn't document the gas. And now they're going to go back and try and, and try and get the money back from these people that already paid for it. Brian, this is wonderful. FEMA. They're going to throw him in jail, I guess, for FEMA. paying for gas from FEMA that wasn't supposed to give it to him. And 
Do you have to be told you have to have paperwork for any job you do, ladies and gentlemen? Would it surprise you if you were giving out stuff from your company to somebody you'd have to have paperwork for it? Would that surprise you? It seems to feel... Uh, the government's nothing but paperwork. Trust me. I, I hate I hate it. These people don't know you need paperwork for giving away our tax dollars? How is that possible? Every idiot on the planet knows that. I mean... Down syndrome people know that. It, it's not that hard to grasp. It's a simple concept. Don't break the law. Follow the rules. And document what you're doing. If you're giving stuff away, you got to document it. I don't know. I gave away 150. I'll just come in and say, I gave away 1.5 million barrels of gas. Hey, did I reach the limit? Did I break the record? That's what's going on. They're all patting themselves on the back. This, this stuff goes on every day in the national government. But it's amazing. Corruption is rampant. It's amazing that a federal agency doesn't know how to follow federal regulations. It does. <laughs> it doesn't want to. It's not, they're not going to get in trouble for this. It's going to happen to this. It's all going to go away. It shouldn't. There's criminal activity here, but government's full of it. This is what happens when you vote in evil people. To run your country, you end up with evil people running your country. And you might surprise you to know that it fosters everything around it like a cancer, like shadowings. It sucks them in. And everybody suddenly, well, that's just the way things are done. You know, a little quid and grow. I give you this. You scratch my back. I scratch yours. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the culture. And that's because the people and the culture up there in this country is evil. Evil has permeated our country to the extent we better start doing something. Because it's coming out it rampantly. Rampant. Look at the stuff. How come there? Why didn't we storm? Let's storm Washington over there. Come on. Let's go back. Let's get a little tea party together and go back to Washington this time. Maybe not so peaceful. I swear I'm waiting for someone to go up there and rip those people out of there and throw them out. It, I know, it would take a big army because, I mean, there's 535 of those elected cockroaches up there. What? I'm taking them all out. I don't care, Cruz, everybody. I don't care. Start over. Yep. <laughs> hey, he can run again. Yep. If he's so popular, let him run again. Let him take his chances. Well, we have nothing against him running again, so he can run again. And if he can be... Look, I understand that the whole... And, you know, it probably would solve a lot. To, but you're thinking of stuff like Senate races. This really permeates in the Senate. Because whether you're a Democrat or Republican county or whatever, state, you're going to go Democrat or Republic, right? But we keep going Democrat. And it's really Democrat. And we keep getting worse and worse in the hole. And we're dig we keep digging. We keep digging. And we're going down. We just keep digging. I hate to break it to you. We're not going to reach China. I could, that, well, that could be a pretty nice parody on a, for an economic thing. All I got to say is, they're all crooks up there. They don't give a rat's behind about you. They hate this country the way it was founded. They love the country the way it's starting to become, where all the elites sit around smoking Cuban cigars, drinking fine scotch, and laughing about the proletariat starving to death. Yeah, I threw a little proletariat in there from Marx. Again, from WorldNet Daily, Jewish visitors to... Oh, man, this is really... 
I should have put more tape on. Really? I remember this one, too. Jewish visitors to the Jerusalem's Temple Mount, who I said that stinking mosque, the Alaska Mosque, should be blown to smithereens and uh, kick all the Arabs out of Israel. Why did you stupidly let them in there? Look, even the ones that were near him done nothing. Oh, they're peaceful Muslims. They just turned on them in the last two months. They came, they came out and started blowing people up. And just, they, they were accepted. They allowed to come here and work here. They live there. Get the hell out of my car. You've got to be kidding me. They have countdown to the United States and the U.N. for way too long. And, uh, B.B., you said you're, you're going to talk tough. I haven't seen any action. You better roll because you're running out of time. The Temple Mount, the holiest site in Judaism. Yeah, it's the holiest site in Judaism, and it's uh, got an ugly mosque on top of it. It's buried. They destroyed it and put a mosque on it, like they do everywhere else. They put their mosque on top. Now, they won't let that mosque be destroyed. The world has put them on notice. They can't do anything. They can't even excavate underneath it to access the temple. In my own country, are you out of your mind? BB's a tough guy? Uh, pfft, that bot be gone already if I was in charge. Gone! And I'd televise it and I'd laugh about it. And I'd say, keep pissing me off. I'll blow up some more of your masks. It's all they understand, ladies and gentlemen, is violence. I'm telling you that strength and violence is all they understand. Nothing else matters to them. Well, look, nothing else matters but the Quran. Was the Quran a piece of crap? Look how they lived in Iraq. Look how they lived in Afghanistan, more importantly, Iraq had a secular government. Now look at how much better they were doing than Afghanistan, even though it was a dictatorship, a totalitarian, a horrible genocidal whole thing. Yeah, I understand, but still, still, the people were better off than under Islam. I think that should kind of slap you in the face enough. Stop feeling sorry for everybody, please. Some people deserve exactly what they get. Non-Muslim prayer and, uh, oh, wait, I got it drew past it. Uh, no, I didn't. I have long been subject to a list of restrictions demanded by Muslim authorities. Non-Muslim prayer and any other forms of un-Islamic worship have for years been strictly forbidden as part of the so-called status quo that the Jordanian Waqf and international community are insistent must be maintained as is bringing any non-Muslim religious items. Anyone so much as suspected of having uttered a prayer can be expected to be booted off the holy site by police at the behest of Waqf guards who lurk around visibly Jewish visitors to catch them praying. Kill them. Kill them. They're in your country. They're in your way of worship. Kill them! I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Comes a time where you gotta kill some people, and these muzzies, we gotta kill a lot of muzzies because it'll never go away. But we can make them so insignificant that they can never do any significant damage. That's the most we can hope for. There'll always be Muslims and evil people blowing things up and killing people and screaming stupid stuff. That's always gonna happen. But if you marginalize them, they go away. This, the only way to marginalize them, is to prove that well, you can. Blow them up as well and kill them and get rid of them and deport them and whatever else to them is needed to be done to them. 
buried with pig fat. I don't care. Whatever works. Uh, <clears throat> so, must be maintained. <laughs> I can't. Why are they used to all be armed in Israel? Why did they disarm? And then now they're supposed to all carry arms again. They're kind of oh, psychotic. Up I there. do have to apologize. Schizophrenic, I have to apologize. I was wrong. It wasn't Germany calling for people to go and get uh, firearms. It was Israel. The prime minister came out and told his people when the stabbings and all that started happening, go get yes, a gun. It, uh, well, they, but originally they were all required to be armed, and they, they stopped that. They got very progressive, and that should warn us. It's a very well, small country compared to us, but look what happened. They they went secular instead of religious. Suddenly they got Palestinians and Arabs inside the inside the walls. They've got they're told they're not allowed to go to their most holy site where they want to excavate because there could be. What could be there, ladies and gentlemen? The Ark of the Covenant could be buried there. The, the tomb, the the temple is where it was kept. That mosque sits on top in the way of. I got news for you. In the way of goodness. It is like a keystone. It needs to be blown up, and the temple needs to be excavated and opened up and restored. That's what needs to happen for goodness. For evil, it must never, ever be. that. See, being kept by that mosque keeps the goodness kept. Take the mosque off, all the goodness comes out. In Germany, what they're running out of and what people are running to purchase is pepper spray. Pepper spray. Because, you know... Nothing nothing says I'm I feel better than an angry Muslim. Well, they're gonna have knives or machetes or broken bottles or Molotov cocktails or whatever else they can come up with. They don't have to have guns. <laughs> That's not their best weapons. They blow themselves up. That's their best weapon. Over time, however, that list of acts forbidden especially to Jews has grown incrementally to include such sacrilege as bowing, standing still in contemplation, closing one's eyes, singing, eating, and even drinking. Why are they still alive? Whoever these people are, these guard people, just kill them. Blow up the freaking thing and be done with it. Look, they're coming after you no matter what you do anyway, Israel. It's about time. You better stand up for yourself. If you don't stop this just like we don't stop this, you're going down, but you'll be going down first. So I suggest you start growing a pair. You know, you, you can't be nice to everyone. It's just, it's a sad state of affairs, but it's just how it is. The world's always been that way. You can't be nice to everyone because some people don't appreciate it and see it as weakness and exploit it. And that's what they do. Stop let stop letting them use you as a pawn. Stop buying into every left-wing feel-good doofus thing you can do. They, these things are so far out. You listen to care, for God's sakes. <clears throat> Talk about a propaganda wing. They even had the nerve to say that Islam doesn't mean submit or submission. But that's exactly what it translates to. They're not a, there's the, everyone, everyone have a brain who's ever done anything with Islam knows that's what it means. They denied it on national television. Nobody called it on. Oh, they must be right. They're Muslim. <laughs> no, they're, they're apologists for bad behavior, actually. Oh, anyway, singing, eating, and even drinking water. Now it seems authorities have added another forbidden act to the list. Nursing babies. 
Footage of police ejecting a Jewish mother who had stopped to feed her crying child was posted online by the Temple Institute, which raises awareness about the Temple Mount. Why are they still alive? You can tell them go home, and if they don't listen, shoot them. <laughs> That's the theme. <laughs> well, look, do what you're told or die. They, they can understand that language. The footage of police ejecting them, right? It, it, the women can be seen looking visibly shocked and upset, arguing with police, and at one point asking them, don't you have a heart? No. No, they're Muslims. No, they they're don't. evil. They have no heart. They, they, they have no brain. They love Lucifer. That's who they love. The Temple Institute posted a statement along with the video attacking proponents of the status quo for infringing on Jewish rights. Shame on all you feckless politicians and self-important pundits, judges, rabbis, human rights activists, and feminists, etc., who endorse and support the racist policy of status quo on the Temple Mount. Are your rights to express your thoughts and your opinions more sacred than the right of a Jew to pray on the Temple Mount or of a mother to nurse her hungry baby? They don't care about any of those things. Sometimes you got to know your your audience. That doesn't play. They don't don't feel no shame for this. They think it's great. Well, again, you were saying, when she was saying, do you have a heart? No, they don't have a heart. And they don't have a brain. They are not the most brilliant people in the the world. They're the most ignorant people on the planet, kept purposely that way by that so-called religion, which is not a religion. Again, it's a blueprint to run a theocratic empire, a theocracy. It is a form of government and governance. And therefore, is absolutely, if you want to talk about separation of the church and say, that's about the closest in our, in our world that you're going to get right here. But they don't look at it that way. Let's just say, uh, well, I feel bad for Israel, but I, I, you can't be upset about people that won't stand up for themselves. They, they, they rattle their sabers good. They talk a good game, but I haven't seen a really good action since their their last big war i'm not talking that little thing with lebanon Uh, those kind of things they seem to lose constantly because they're trying to play by rules of engagement you got to be careful you got to worry about citizens how can you worry about saying they're hiding behind them what do you what do you mean they're citizens how do you tell them apart i defy i shoot a whole bunch of people over in the Middle East, and I drag your butt in to d- look at the bodies, and I got defy you to pick which body is the terrorist and which one is it, is it uh, a, 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 what do they call them, innocent bystander? Are there any innocent bystanders in Islam? I think not. I'm sorry. Every Muslim on the planet should be a target. Get out of our countries, and when you go back in yours, just remember, if you continue being fuzzy muzzies, we're going to have to turn you into glass. Because how glass is great. Islam sucks. Moving right along to Medical Madness from CNSNews.com. The National Institutes of Health awarded $134,730 in taxpayer funding to the University of California, San Francisco, to understand the risk of obesity in food-insecure children. (laughs) Food insecure children. That must have been me when I was a kid. No, no. That's all I was a teenager. Oh, food insecurity. My Lord, they're turning us into mush. 
First, you know, being fat's good because it means you're prosperous. Now, being fat's bad because it means you're prosperous. How could they tell me people on welfare are not prosperous when they're fat? I mean, really fat, not just fat. Fat! Obese, real obese. Not those insurance charts. Uh, now, now it, it, I guess it's San Francisco because they're taught all this weird stuff about being homosexuals. I guess they teach all the kids they're homosexuals and the heterosexuals got to figure out they're not. Uh, I think uh, Mom Obama has a food insecurity. She's got a food fetish and for a different reason. But anyway, <laughs> food insecurity affects 16 million children in the United States. Why, why don't you just say, what is food insecurity? What, they're afraid there's not enough food so that makes them fat? No, no, no. Well, it'll, no say, it'll say what it is. It's, I know, but it makes no sense what they're saying. It's about fat kids. How can they be insecure about food if they're fat? It is a household condition of limited food availability. How can they be fat if they have limited food? Uh, again, yes. It's I, schizophrenic. They're schizophrenic. I have had limited food availability. I have lost 70 pounds in three months when I was a teenager from limited food availability. I'll tell you what limited food availability is. Nobody has any in, in, in this country right now because all the people on welfare are doing quite well. Quite well. There's no reason they can't eat well on food stamps. None at all. Other than they want to go to McDonald's for three times, three meals a day. That brings up another thing. What about all these mutts that are on food, on welfare and food stamps? They're going to be thinned out because we have to give it to the fuzzy muzzies that are coming here and the pieces of brown crap that are already here. Well, Why aren't they crying out? They're going to lose it. Plenty to go around. No, there's not. <laughs> That's what they think. Again, you heard the people. Where's Obama going to get the money? Wow, he's got Obama money. He's going to pay with Obama money. Uh, yeah, funny money, you're right. <laughs> Obama money would be funny money if you meant that, but they don't. They really think he's got all his, he's using all his own money and giving it to them. He's like, he is giving a dollar to those people. Don't sweat off his backside. All right, moving along from cdsnews.com. The national, I did that. Food insecurity facts, blah. The pro, <laughs> the project will focus on children during the transition to adolescence, ages 8 to 12. Isn't it more like 8 to 15? I know a guy that didn't reach puberty to 15 years of age. What about them? They're not included? They tell you they include everybody. They don't. No heterosexuals. A significant period for cognitive development and weight gain with lifelong implications. Notice that this is the time in their life they should eat. They should be active. They should exercise. They should have fun playing baseball and football and basketball and hockey like I did growing up and eat all they want. Because this is when they're growing and they need, I don't know, energy, protein, calcium, etc. to build this fast racing machine when they go when you go into adolescence especially as a guy you're skyrocketed your body into a whole new world you need a lot to eat fast because you're growing fast there's no way they should ever no kid should ever diet no kid should eat big macs every day but no kid should have to diet this would not be a problem if children were allowed to go outside again well they are allowed the parents gonna have to make sure a parent's around to Supervisor, because we get so many sickos now 
Uh, nobody knows who their neighbors are anymore. Good luck letting, man, it'd be, you'd have to get your neighborhood together, a big meeting, and sit there and try and figure this problem out. It's hard because no one's going to let those kids out of their sight nowadays without adult supervision, which sucks because, man, you miss out on so much. How could a kid not know how to play baseball in my life that didn't exist? There was no one I knew that didn't know how to play baseball. Nobody. Every every kid knew how to play baseball. It's not, it's even. It's important because it, it was is. considered the American pastime and you learn good things Right, in and the other thing is that you learn to cope with stuff that your parents aren't going to be around and you're developing your your skills yeah, like outside you, the home. Yeah, so like uh, you suck in a pick last. Well, you can cry about it or you can do something about it. Now, when I was young, I was a little kid, I was always picked last. I sucked at sports. I'm talking little, 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 little. Uh, I couldn't play. I, I, I had my uncle took me outside. He was raising me. And God bless him. I begged him, please help me. And he sat outside me every day, and he threw balls at me and taught me and coached me. And we did this every day for at least an hour a day. And then suddenly I, I went, and uh, I could catch just about everything. And so suddenly I wasn't last pick. But uh, then I really sucked at hitting the baseball. So we we went through that period again where they were making fun of me and, and all that. And uh, again, I went to some uncle who couldn't help me. He didn't know how to bat. So uh, this neighborhood, he must have been a senior. I mean, I was in grammar school. He said, he said, look, you really want to know how to hit? I'm like, yeah. He said, meet me at the backdrop tomorrow at... I forget what time it was, and I'll teach you. I said, okay. I was there 30 minutes early, ready to go. He came, he gave me some pointers, and he said, now you hit that into the backstop until I come back. And he left, and he didn't come back. And he didn't come back. And he didn't come back. He didn't come back. He didn't come back until right before dark. And I was still hitting the ball. And he's like, give me the ball. He's like, okay, threw it on. He goes, okay, uh, Hit hit this right. He pitched it to me. <laughs> Knocked it out of the out of the diamond. I'd never done that before. I was like, cool. And it was a direct line drive now, because I was doing it so mechanically perfect. Uh, so the the good moral of the story was after all that or hard work and continued to do that on my own afterwards, I became the best hitter out of anybody, and I could hit a home run every time up at bat. I went from. Everybody move in, it's Bonner. <laughs> so, oh my God, everybody get out there. It was, so, it, it's a good story. I wasn't trying to do anything about myself. That's a long time ago. I'm certainly no baseball star. Uh, but that's a, but it was more part of our lives back then. I didn't want to necessarily grow up to be a baseball player, I wouldn't mind. Uh, but it wasn't like I want to be famous. I used to say I want to be an astronaut, I want to be a fighter jet, a fighter pilot was my thing that lasted right into, te right into teenage land. Until it was like, you can't. Why is that? Because you grew. You had to be no higher, I think, six one to fit in the cockpit. So that you, were, you were done. You had to go cargo planes if you wanted to fly. That, that didn't suit me. Anyway, so what I'm trying to say is, uh, the kids need more of that. Because look at the lessons I learned. I learned very good lessons from that that had nothing necessarily to do with parental lessons. Life teaches you lessons. You can't, your friends teach you lessons. And we can all learn from anybody. This Everybody has something to offer, but I have to go. It's Young Cooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned because 
We won't be right back. This has been the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Botter from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out of here. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.